0: Control of the airwaves and dialing toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And uh, again, freetalklive.com, 800-259-9231. Going right to your phone calls to the fun. Let's talk to Jared in Michigan on the amp lines. Hello, Jared.
1: Hey, guys, what's going on? Been listening to you guys for quite a long time now. Um, I've had two quick things for you. One, um, you guys brought up Michael Savage, I think it was last week or whatever, and I laughed because actually Savage's show and you guys are pretty much the only talk radio shows I really listen to anymore. Wow. And the reason, well, I mean, you guys are very different, but I would say I agree with both shows uh, 80% of the time, you know, on different things, obviously. (laughs) Okay, where's the
2: overlap? Is what I'm. Yeah, wondering.
1: like I,
3: I've never heard. I'm stupefied. I would have assumed that uh, Free Talk Live was the opposite of Savage, uh, and by that I mean that you just couldn't agree with uh, with the
0: both of us on eighty percent of the issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> tell you what, he's on a bad cell. We're gonna put him on hold, and maybe we'll come back to it. I, I don't know. I've never really listened to the guy's show, uh, Michael Savage. He's our—he's kind of the uh, the king of the nighttime
2: radio world. Sure uh, is. He's got, what, I, I think have, I, I've gotten some when I was uh, listening. I used to listen to a lot of talk radio when I was mm-hmm. driving back and forth to work uh, in LA, and occasionally I'd get interested enough to listen to some more once I got inside or something. And and occasionally he'd just be on. There's a station I listened to that had all the basic popular talk radio people and i would listen to all of them and and occasionally he was on and get very frustrated but i'd listen to it and yeah i don't i just don't know enough about the guy i know that he's got some sort of
0: obsession with uh, stopping immigration language culture and borders yeah that's like his big thing and that's a huge point of disagreement Uh, i don't know maybe he positions himself as a small government guy on a bunch of issues i'd say he does a lot of talk show hosts claim that but i don't know if i really believe them one 800 You don't want
3: small government if you well, want to stop. Uh, try yeah.
2: to stop people from coming into this country exactly. illegally. Well, you the, the ultra-conservative talk is all about, you know, we need to shrink government, shrink government, shrink government. Except. And the one areas that the few areas they don't want to shrink it are the areas where it's ginormous. Yep. And then that's where most of the money is going to. I don't know that um, – like – Okay. So that's not true. The, the
3: the the two largest areas of cost in the government are Social Security and Medicare. Now, these are what they call entitlements. They're not um, the discretionary spending. The military is in the discretionary spending category. And when you see the charts, and I'm sure you've seen them, where the military is half of the budget, it's half of the discretionary budget because there is no discretion regarding um, Medicare, Medicaid. I don't know about Medicaid. I can't speak on Medicaid. Medicare and Social Security. Those are separate line items on your paycheck, and they're separate line items on the federal government's budget. If you were to slash those two things, get rid of those two things, then you would see a tremendous uh, decrease in the amount of taxation um, on Americans.
2: Well, I I think we brought this up before. The problem with that is, uh, and I think Medicare, you probably got a good point there. There's a lot of money spent on Medicare, and it's like sort of unavoidable, um, uh, unless they change, you know, some drastic things. But the thing about Social Security is they've raided it. It's gone you know yeah. so they're spending that on other things what probably discretionary stuff so yeah, I, I, I still say i still think like that that's you know if they raise taxes it's it'll be because they've spent all of social security on agreed. the military so <laughs> um whereas like if they hadn't raided it then it might not be in trouble it might be still be you know and i'm not for, i'm not for entitlement programs including social security obviously but i just uh i just find the big problem is that they just went and spent it and and uh and now they now they're trying to re- you know they're replenishing it with well, they're, they're paying Social Security with with taxes now
3: so, so. agreed uh, the government took a faulty program a Ponzi scheme called Social Security and they kicked it in its crotch and made it uh, so that it really can't uh, really couldn't succeed by taking all the money out of it I'll agree with you on that that doesn't change the fact that Social Security is a tremendously large part of the taxation that occurs on Americans today
0: mm. how about the military I,
3: I call it the poor tax did you not listen to what I said no I didn't okay
0: <laughs> 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 we just had a, a fairly
3: elaborate
2: conversation uh, yeah but the, the I mean, Social pointing, Security and Medicare. And I didn't so, Social
3: Security time. and Medicare are much larger, uh, you know, segments of the taxation rolls than the military. Larger, yes. The military. When you see those things where the military is half of the budget, it's half of the discretionary budget. Social Security and Medicare do not fit into the discretionary budget. Those I are see. entitlement programs. And, and you're you entitled saying, to it.
2: It's it is a huge. It, the thing is about Social Security is it's I call it the poor tax. Because they have the, you have this graduated income tax, which is supposed to hit rich people more than poor people, and uh, it's a it's a ridiculous communist uh construction mm-hmm. but in the meantime, you know everyone who thinks that you know Democrats are all for poor people and everything, they need to realize that social security. Caps off at a certain income, so it's yeah, actually what it is, but it's, it's actually a tax on on poor people. To rich people, it caps off and they stop paying. I think it into caps it. off at one hundred fifty
3: thousand. Please check on this, uh, people. Don't don't take my word for it. But if it caps off at one hundred fifty thousand, what that means is if you make more than one hundred fifty thousand, you're not paying any social security on that. So it's only the people, only the money that's made for you and your paycheck below one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year that's paid. So
2: rich people don't pay that much more than poor people on social security. Mm-hmm. And whereas you can be really poor and not pay any taxes because you're below a certain. Price, you, yep. I don't care how poor, dirt poor you are. You're making three thousand dollars a year. They're taking security. fifteen, almost fifteen percent out for social security. Right. 15, not, and, and, 15, and some of it's coming from your employer, but that's still your money. It's your money. It's just, it's just hidden from you in a weird way. It's money
0: that's been allocated <laughs> to be paid because they're employing. you. That's a cost but. of
2: hiring you, and it's and when when someone's figuring out their budget for hiring. You know, when they could offer you X amount of money to keep you to get you to come to their company instead of another company, that's part of that budget. And they're paying into that instead of giving it to you. I think so. we've
0: actually got Jared back here. Uh, he had a bad sell earlier, and he's back in Michigan. Jared, go ahead.
1: Hey, guys. Sorry about that. Yeah, so uh, like I was saying, you know, I started out very similar to Mark, uh, you know, back in the day. Republicans great, Democrats bad. And I've worked my way over. I'm not quite where you guys are. Um, I still consider myself... Uh, Ron Paul style person. Um,
2: I love the you way know, you said that. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll mention it when you're done. Sorry. <laughs> sure. Um,
1: but the thing is, the thing about Savage is he's the, he's not like Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity. I mean, I cannot take those guys. Anything a Republican does is great, and every war is great. And I I just can't stomach that. You know, maybe when I was a teenager, I could. I can't stomach that no more. Um, so you know, Savage is very different from you guys. Are you
0: saying he's anti-war? Or,
1: He questions Afghanistan a lot. I'm not saying he's anti-war, but he's very quick to say Mm -hmm. what is the point he points out he thinks it has to do with, you know, contracts and things like that and the military-industrial complex. So there's a little bit of independent thought going on up I, there. With I'll agree basically. with Who that, that, he has, that? He,
3: he has independent thought. I have heard him say on the air that he's interested in, in seeing the Middle East bombed to glass. Oh, boy. That's a uh, quote. <laughs> um, but That's pretty warmongering. Yeah, you know, I mean, but if, if he's willing to question this war, I'm, I'm willing to take my friends where I can get them.
1: It's a step in the right direction, right? Exactly. Plus, I do find them... Very funny, the way he tells stories from his childhood, or just things yeah. like that. I mean, it is entertainment at the end of the day. He's a, he's a great
3: storyteller. Uh, I'll agree with you on that. I don't, I don't think anybody is as good a storyteller as Glenn Beck, personally. I think that guy's the most talented uh, the, thing on the radio.
1: The, but the blackboard and the crying, I mean, I, I can't. <laughs> I just
0: can't. All right, and so and what I else were you calling about like, tonight, Jared?
1: Oh, the other thing is, um, you guys asked a while ago about, like, you know, how to get law enforcement as far as aggression and things like that, how to reduce it. I've been in law enforcement for about uh, six years, maybe a little more now. And honestly, I don't like a lot of the things that do go on. But the greatest things are what people do. They've got video cameras, things like that. Um, you know, I mean, imagine the things that people get caught with, you know, that they get caught doing today. They would not have been caught doing in 1980 or 1990. It's true. So, I mean, it's moving in the right direction. I think keep doing that stuff. Um, I find one of the other things, too, is... Um, Contrary to what a lot of people think, um, open carry is legal in many, many, many states. And um, it tends to, people who tend to do things like that, they tend to not be willing to give up ID and things like that, you know, unless there's cause. And it starts to push things in the right way, you know, where a lot of people will just, you know, oh, I'll do whatever they say, I'll show you ID because you just asked. You know, I think things like that, like you'll find cops in New Hampshire I'm much more friendly than cops in mass. Now, I grew up in, uh, you know, that part of the world. I lived in yeah. New England for about 24 years, so, and I can tell you, there's a huge difference between the
0: cops. I believe that to be the case. And uh, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, hey guys. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. I'll
2: mention two- something about what he said. Or, All right, right we'll come back part. with that here.
0: 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. Unfortunately, a federal judge has said there is no First Amendment right to record the cops. We'll uh, tell you a little bit more about that here in a bit and also take your calls about anything you want. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. How do we bring liberty into the forefront of entertainment? How about film festivals?
4: How about Sundance Film Festival? Pledge today to moneybomb.silvercirclemovie.com to help Silver Circle complete production by the Sundance film submission deadline. Now's your chance to spread the message. Visit moneybomb.silvercirclemovie.com through the month of January to pledge. Because Sundance needs liberty.
0: Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you will find there completely free. We've got listening options, live streams, broadband and dial-up versions around the clock. You can listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Plus... If you can't tune into the streams, you can always use your phone. You can dial in from any phone that can call long distance to our listen lines. In addition, there's our webcam, our free-to-air satellite feed, as well as 90 wonderful radio stations across the country that air the show at various different times. You can go and learn more and get tuned in over at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Do you have a company
3: that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI, the longest sponsor here on Free Talk Live. Principal over there, Jason Osborne, huge advocate for Liberty. They can take care of your early out billing, your collections, and they'll even purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are training and resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. So you can see their banner at
2: freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so uh, Dale, I know that you had uh, sorry, an extra comment that you wanted to make regarding Jared's call a few moments ago.
2: Yeah, um, I I think I've heard this before, and it and it always amuses me a little bit. He said something along the lines of "I'm not quite where you are, where you guys are yet." You know, mm-hmm. and he didn't agree with us completely. He said eighty percent or something. Right, I'm not he, quite where he you moved are in yet. in our direction. He made the implication. The implication sounded like. It's an inevitability. Like, well, I'm gonna get there, but I'm not there yet. Like, I just can't quite agree with you, but I know I'm gonna get there. Which well, is just kind of. A, I don't think that's what he meant, obviously, but it, it just comes across that way. It was kind of funny.
3: I've heard the saying that uh, you know, what's the difference between a libertarian and voluntarist? About six years. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some people can move a little faster along that uh, that particular path, and especially now with the the internet making it even easier than before to share information. Uh, it's, it's an old saying. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so so your thoughts are welcome. 800-259-9231. Dial in toll-free here as we continue. And for those that don't know, a voluntarist is somebody who believes that all human interaction should be on a consensual basis. And that is the most moral uh, viewpoint. It's also a very practical viewpoint as well. So – it makes sense that people would see that as something they want to work towards and want to understand better
3: you know i don't think it's uh it's not going out on a limb really if you um, you know when by saying that what you mean is that government can't use force to implement what it wants in that in the sense that you know it can't enforce drug laws and things like that it it also has some murky areas that uh you know are kind of scary for folks and i can certainly understand that um you know my uh Em- embracement of the ideas of volunteerism don't really have to do with today they really have to do with the future I believe that uh, you know in this world we're moving towards more freedom uh, over the last year, this world has seen actually less free, less freedom. There was just just an article on that uh, last week. But, uh, you know, I think we're moving in the aggregate towards more freedom. People want customer service. They're getting communications getting better all the time. And I think we're moving to, towards an, uh, an area in time when people will have not, you know, no government, but governments that they choose. And once you can choose a government for yourself, then you can pick a different one and things like that. It moves it into the realm of voluntary.
0: Let's go to your calls and to talk to Ray in Washington. Ray, you're on Free Talk Live with the Dale and Mark. Hi, guys. Ray here. Hey, Ray. What's on your mind tonight?
5: Hey, uh, you know, the other night, I got two things, but the other night when you were talking to uh, about Mama Allie and, and the situation that she was going through, let me just give you some advice hopefully to her if she's listening. of My many, many years in business, over 33 years in business, and I built a product, and I sold product to the customer. Sometimes, you have a bad customer, and there's True. just no dealing around it.
0: Sometimes okay? a customer is not right.
5: Is not right, and I've had to throw people out of my establishment. I've told cops to leave. Hmm. I mean, uh, they were just bad. They just were not going to be good customers. Uh, you know, you give them a price, and they say, well, you said something else. And it, it, it just I've I just seen bad customers, and I think what she has on her hand is what I consider a bad customer. As far as I could tell from what I was listening to, this person didn't even buy anything, did
3: she? Well, uh, we didn't have the opportunity to.
0: to. Yeah, what you're referring to is a conflict we got into detail on a couple yeah. nights ago, wherein somebody was uh, going to purchase something, perhaps uh, from Mama Alley and her her last right. biscuit stand at the Pork mm-hmm. Fest, and uh, she was scared off because uh, one of her her workers yelled at her because her dog was getting too close to their dogs and it was creating a, a very loud situation and uh, possibly a dangerous situation, and so that uh, resulted in some hard feelings uh, by the what was a potential customer in that case.
5: So. So as many people as this person can turn against her are going to turn against her. Okay, mm-hmm. but the people who like her food, like her, and like the business she's done are going to be loyal customers, like the customers that I had over the years. And believe me, I built a multi-million dollar business, and I just pushed them aside. I let them just go away. I don't care. Say what you want. Let my product speak for itself, and I was very successful. So I think if she takes that on. Uh, just don't worry about it. You
0: know? I don't think she was worried about it. But no, she I, think, I she, think she was either. I think she you know, was as guilty as the other side of escalating the conflict, and really that's what we wanted to point out, was that escalation does not help things. It doesn't make things better. And she is involved in a, in a community of people that is a little more close-knit than your average business serving the public. So it and you're be not going to h- win them all. No, that's true. That's true. There's yeah, no doubt you know, about that. You just have to yeah. move on sometimes. You're right.
5: Now, in Social Security... Okay, when you look at the amount of money that the government brings in, which is over $2 trillion that they actually bring in before they borrow another trillion and a half that they don't really have, okay? When you look at the pie of money going into the government, 42% of the income comes from the federal income tax. 41% of the income comes from the federal Social Security tax. And when I was before I retired and the last time I paid Social Security, which was probably at least five years ago, um, I paid up into uh, almost 100000 hundred thousand, eighty-five thousand, 85000 and that was around $14,000 a year. So a little bit better than $1,000 a month went into Social Security. And uh, then, of course, in, in federal income tax, like, you know, that went on forever. I paid about 106000 that one particular year just in federal income tax. Mm, so what I'm saying is that it, it, when, you, when you talk about the, the, the money the the military spends, the military spends out of all of the money, okay? Social Security is a private tax that people are paying all on their own, 42%. The, the government is bringing in, if you took 42%, percent of say say $2.5 uh so that's almost a trillion dollars alone is coming in from Social Security. So when they say that Social Security has gone broke, uh, you know, it's paying out. Probably most of what it's bringing in, but they sold a lot of the money, and it, it was used for other items like wars. As a matter of fact, yeah. Well, and now so, they've got
0: what is it, fifty plus trillion dollars in uh, you know future liabilities for social that's security?
5: That's right. And, uh, yes, minimum and the government and just an I.R.U.S. to the Social Security is over two trillion. Just an I.O.U. that they've taken out alone.
3: You know what they so, should do is they should uh, actually start a war and just send old people to fight. <laughs>
6: well, you got a good—you got a good point there. That
3: solve their problems. That would solve a lot of problems, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey, well, great. the thing
6: is, healthcare yeah.
3: costs, Social Security costs—I'm getting up there pretty soon. I'll be Cost on the front of war. Lawn.
5: Yeah, yeah. well, we're, we're, we're going to go broke, guys. This is obvious. Somebody's not going to get paid. I don't know who it is. It ain't going to be Ray because I invested in him. Well, that's just
0: so. it. We aren't going broke. I think you yep. and I are fine, Ray. Uh, it's the that's federal right. government. I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate you your care, Yes, sir. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's true. You can't satisfy all your customers.
3: Well, I, I agree that you can't, but I think that when it comes to, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, you, you should bend over backwards, too, uh, because... You should. That's good customer it, service. It solves problems. But um, if, you're,
0: if you're bending over backwards for someone who just continues to scream at you and not appreciate your uh, your efforts, then uh, you know, well, that, throw that's them out of the damn fictitious store.
3: fictitious person, yeah.
0: Right. Well, I've done it. Those people are real. I've worked retail, and those people exist. More coming up. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. toll free and take control of the airwaves at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 800 259 9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site for free. We've got news updates. You can get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can follow us via email or Twitter or Facebook or any one of the above. Uh, It's your choice. You can go, can you say the above on the radio? Because it's not like text. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, uh, any one of the aforementioned. How about that? Uh, So news.freetalklive.com, you go there, get signed up. It's all completely free.
3: I'm willing to give you a license to do that. Thanks, I appreciate it. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people just like you who have to know what it takes to win, to how to move the judge, to get evidence, to uh, put in motions, things like that. You can check out Jurisdictionary uh, at Jurisdictionary.com. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. It works for both plaintiffs or defendants. It's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. If you're going to go to court, um, if, well, for, first off, well, you know, one thing you need to do is you, you can't just stand by and let the government get away with everything. So you need to take them to court. If you're going to go to court, likely you don't have – I mean attorneys cost a lot of money com makes it so that you don't have to necessarily pay for them. com.
0: All right. So we're going to continue with your phone calls and go to David in New Hampshire. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Good evening, gentlemen.
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
7: I was just going to ask Mark because I've heard he said he votes and he said um, that he was registered as a Republican. Mm-hmm. That's accurate so far? Yes. And I was just curious because i don't know most republic i mean most Republicans don't like gay people, and most republicans uh what was the other oh they aren't anti war so much, so I was just wondering what makes them a republican, and I wish more republicans were like him
2: i think I think part of them them not being anti war is them being apologists for Republican candidates. And which is, you know, you see the exact same thing happen if someone happening if someone is a Democrat, they might be anti-war, but if their candidate is doing it, they're going to make excuses for them. They're gonna, no, I don't like what he's doing, but you know, well, now that we're in there, we have to win. So, you know, people say that people said that for Bush at the time, and like, yeah, he made a mistake, we shouldn't have gone in, but now now that we're there, we got to win, and they're saying the same thing about Obama.
0: Yeah, but a lot of Republicans seem to have a real bloodlust, like a real. Oh, yeah. Right, the the real the police
2: state you know the that, 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 really the police state the the most intrusive uh aggressive aspects of government like the, the republicans who will talk liberty all the time that's the stuff that they are the most apologetic for which is which is really uh you know hypocritical. So, you know, um, I was uh, I've been
3: a Republican, you know, most of my adult life, uh, you know, when I started thinking about these things, I, you know, that that was the position I took. And I was, you know, the Rush Limbaugh kind of Republican for quite some time. I was in support of going in, uh, you know, after uh, Saddam Hussein and for Osama bin Laden. Both of these I was in support of now. I changed my mind at some point. I realized that, uh, you know, not only can the government not handle every, you know, all the issues that I didn't think it could handle as a Republican, but it couldn't really handle any of them very well. So... I'm a relatively recent convert, within the last half a decade or so, to the uh, sort of anti-war ideas, um, and you know, I, I agree with your assessment of what Republicans think. I've never really had a problem with gay people because I knew them, and you know, I didn't. You know, this, that's that's not an issue for me, and I think that many young Republicans tend to feel this way. Dale, you're gay, and you were ran as a Republican politician well, in, in, in California for a while,
2: so. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, just, I'm right, right. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> was, so,
3: um, you know, that's that you know, it means nothing to me. it's it, you know, it, I don't want to see pictures, but it's all fine. So, um, you know, I what so was what was the question? Does that have did I, you
0: answer? Did, did, yeah, did, did answer he answer the question? your question, David?
7: Oh, I was just wondering, what is it that makes him a Republican? Oh, there's another issue that's like a total Republican issue, and that is the um, abortion issue. And I am under the impression you're also not on the uh, towing the Republican line on that either.
3: Well, I am pro-life. I just don't believe that there is a that that there's any point in legislating it. I think that we've seen what life looks like in the United States and the rest of the world, honestly, when you legislate against uh, abortion. And I think that that's an ugly scene. I don't think people should do it, but I don't think people should do a lot of things
2: that I don't think should be illegal. That's me too. I think what you're talking about is why are Republicans? Why do they seem to be predominantly anti-gay and anti a lot of a lot of certain things? And the whole religious right getting involved with the Republican Party. There's a sort of a history there that started with Bush one right after Reagan. Reagan kind of you know the religious right was very you know he really appealed to them but he really wasn't pushing all that stuff legislatively. If you look at the you know what was happening legislatively under Reagan and everything, there wasn't that much happening in that arena yet. It was Bush one decided to milk that and and what it did was it got him uh, it got him sidewalk warriors you know it got him people who were willing to bust their behinds for his campaign and and that's really where the religious right comes in for the for the Republican Party is you you get to find someone who's super super passionate about a few issues and just, you know, just kind of throw them a bone so that they will walk do put door knockers up and call people and, and and donate money and things like that. Their voting block is actually not that it's not that big a deal, but it's a block of people that's super passionate. If you don't appease them on certain things, then they won't do all that stuff.
0: So, Mark, to come back to the question, though, why are you a Republican? Okay, so here's
3: the short answer. Um, You know, I feel like within the political processes, I I try to be a very practical individual. I believe within the political process today that you're going to be more effective by allying yourself with a party. I am never going to be a convincing Democrat no one 's ever going to believe it. I just the way I talk, the way i act the the issues that are important to me, I am not a convincing Democrat. The Republicans, many of them that I talk to on these lists you know they they, they don 't think I belong in their party either and i I, I'll, I understand why they believe that when we talk about national issues on a national scope, yeah, that, you know i don 't belong there but on local on local and state issues where Republicans have a difficult time putting guns in the hands of bureaucrats. Well, I tend to agree on a a lot of stuff because I do want smaller government um, in the state of New Hampshire, and I want lower taxes and things like that, so... um the reason that I registered Republican, rather than being uh, you know, no stated party or something like that, which is what they call it here in New Hampshire, was because I want to be able to run for the Republican Party apparatus. I feel that I can have the uh, the most effect for the least amount of invested time within the, uh, the party itself.
0: Well, the good news is uh, that up here, as part of the Free State Project, we've got people who've come in and have gotten involved in both the Republican and the Democratic uh, parties. So eventually what we may end up have happening – and I think this has actually happened on the Republican side. Side is where two free staters will end up running against one another in some sort of, uh I don't know, whether it be an election for a party position or an election for an actual elected position. That's a good uh, situation to have happen where there are so many liberty activists that are involved in one or both parties to where they are able to essentially – Take some sort of uh, level of control over both of the political party apparatus I mean it'd be great if the libertarians could could have a shot but in most places it's impossible first to you've got
3: to build the libertarian party then uh, you know have some kind of shot of things happening they've been trying to build libertarian parties all over the United States um, you know I'm just not interested in
2: doing that the parties already exist I, I got to say too that I've, a lot of the people who are politically active in the free State project here um, they I, i've heard this many times and I have Come to believe that that there's a, a lot of truth to it. That the Republicans in New Hampshire really are a different. The, the, in general, they're a lot different than the national Republicans. The Democrats they're, are different here too. I yeah, mean, they,
0: they, a lot of them own guns, just as an example. Yeah, that's true. So, well, I did, would
2: say the Republicans here are not so much religious right Republicans. They really are, you know, less intrusive government, small government type Republicans here. They're more libertarian leaning. So, uh, so the, basically, the answer, Mark, is you just feel more comfortable there. That's it's kind of your roots. Uh, you. Nobody's going to. Be, uh, I, I believe that yeah. a, a
3: party is uh, working through a party is the most efficient way to, to go about it. I'm never going to make a convincing Democrat to any Democrat. So you there know, you go, David. There you go. Does that help? Thanks.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. I
7: wish there was more of a couple Republicans like him. Well, there there will
0: be one of these days, you know, as more uh, liberty activists move here as part of the Free State Project and more Democrats as well. Uh, Thank you for the call tonight, David. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. I registered as a Democrat recently.
3: It's so funny. A Democrat and a Republican on the same show at either of
0: them. Believe in their party lines. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. The number for you, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. If you want to support this program, you can do that. You can go and shop with us, actually. Amazon, you know them, the world's largest internet retailer. Well, you probably have already bought things from Amazon if you've ever been on the internet before. And... <laughs> you know, it's a great experience. I mean, they've got great prices, a huge selection, and free Super Saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items, even offer used items as well. And we've got a special portal that we've set up that when you enter through, it actually allocates a portion of your purchase price to go to Free Talk Live. So when you're going to shop at Amazon, just remember to enter through shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the Free State Project uh, Pork 2011 is coming up. It's going to be June 20th through the 26th, and it's going to be an absolute blast. There are going to be all kinds of uh, reasons to show up, but the number one reason is to uh, to be with hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live, and it looks like we're going to do the whole week. Uh, at this point, so that's going to be pretty cool. You can go to PorkFest.com to learn more or look for it on Facebook. And, of course, the Free State Project uh, brings you the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is a movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people all converging on New Hampshire in order to get active and achieve liberty in our lifetime or get as darn close as we can. Go to org to learn more about that as we go to your phone calls and talk to, I believe we have Liberty in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live, Liberty.
4: Hello. Hi. Yes, this is Liberty BG Ordeal. How are you?
0: Uh, just super. What's on your mind tonight?
4: Oh, well, I wanted to talk about the, uh, the weapon system called uh, Star Wars. Uh, okay. It was dubbed by Reagan as the Star Wars weapon system. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually the Black Wars weapon system. And what it is, it's Black Operations, and what they call them is psyops, Psychological Operations. And I've done absolutely. I've done five years of in-depth research, and I used um, everyone's information that I could find. And I went um, and I I, I logged on to most of the institutes uh, around the world, and uh, all I had to do was just translate the site with uh, Google Translator. I don't know if I could say Google, but I went ahead and said it anyway, and um, it. yeah, it gave me plenty of scientific information, and I just took day and night, just kept studying and studying, and I found information that would at, will absolutely blow your mind. You will not forget this information. Okay. Are you ready?
3: I guess. Hit me.
4: Okay, the bottom line for the psychological operation and the use of scalar electromagnetic current weapons on every single human, animal, plant and being on the entire face of the planet is to create the perfect bioengineered creature of many types. They've so let me, see if I,
0: let me see if I'm following you here. You're saying that there's some sort of plot to zap people with some kind of a weapon from a satellite and Correct. create a new creature from that? Uh, Collect little, the I'm algorithms.
4: Sorry. What they did was they collected the algorithms and with the collection of what algorithms, algorithms, did they co- algorithms are language, linguistics, and they went into an interface. All the information but was how, live streamed they, into an interface.
3: Did they collect them through the satellite? The satellite beamed them down Correct. and shoot the... Uh, now, exactly what <laughs> right. shot the uh, logarithms back up?
4: It, it's device? All, uh, they call it a Twix. A Twix? A Twix, um, Is it that's a candy the bar? old, old word, <laughs> uh, old espionage-type word, uh-huh. and, and that word means send and receive so it, as soon as they were able to put a satellite on the ground and so satellites put, were not originally in the air they were originally on the ground the you, by, definition, the ground.
0: by but, definition you cannot have a satellite on the ground
4: yeah exactly that's what's called black operations what they do you do know is what can you
2: define for me what an algorithm is because i know the definition of an algorithm um, i want to hear your definition of it
4: the, the algorithms are the languages of anything that can speak a language. For
2: example... No, no. That's, that's cell... not what an algorithm is. That's not what an algorithm is. You'd think well, after five years of wave... in-depth
0: research, you would have learned what an algorithm <laughs> is. No, an algorithm in mathematics, computer science,
2: and other areas, an algorithm is an effective no, method I'm, I'm for using... solving a problem. It's like a, right, it's using, like a formula for term... something.
4: Exactly. It's a formula yeah, using it's it for wrong.
2: language.
4: No, but I'm using it the same way the military uses it on their military websites. And that's why I wanted to keep it as their language, because when the regular, normal, everyday public goes on there, they get a certain type of information. Let's, it's get, not back here. The, uh, let's well, get back to the – let's get
0: back to – clearly, you're not
2: we'll – you, okay, so let's, 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 the let's word take, there's going to be a new
0: they and the the word. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's take her word for it. The military is using the word algorithm <laughs> okay. wrong. Correct. That's entirely they believable. So, uh, so they
4: redefine the words. They they give great, great. It to you so the I've wrong So I've got questions,
0: way. more questions about exactly what you're saying it. happens here. You're saying that the there's some sort of uh, what you call it, what you call a scalar weapon that is in a satellite that is being shot down all across the entire Earth. Correct.
4: Correct. And so, then and, what and is what it, happening?
0: What what is what is happening at that point when uh, whatever this um, weapon is, is is shot down?
4: At That point, let's say it's a neurotransmitter. So let's say it's inside of your body. Because I'm going to make it smaller. I'm going to bring in the scope and make this smaller, so that you did understand that it's all about disinform. So you get a certain amount of information, and you, it's a certain amount of you information. You are not. Uh, you
2: aren't making sense yet. Yeah. You, a neurotransmitter is like a chemical right. in your brain.
4: So, so say it hits a neurotransmitter. The neurotransmitter itself is a part of the cell, and when the neurotransmitter speaks, it can actually speak. It trans. It transmits this little wave. Inside, and it's actually called a wave, but let's call it a wave. It puts out this wave, this signal, an electronic signal, and that's picked up by what? An, the electromagnetic stream that's naturally in the air correct?
2: No, uh, I don't Dan know Allen what Del- you're talking about. They don't really get that it's, far in your Del- head, no. Sa- it's not a strong okay, enough so- signal to go back up to a satellite. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. But not, not even sweet. close. Not unless I wear because, my little... Actually, uh, there's, there's a little bit, little- you, you can get a little bit of a, uh, you know, when they put those electrodes right on your skin, you can pick up some, you know, yeah, waves. Yeah, that's why I said... But, uh, but not to a satellite. It's not that strong. Yeah, no, wait, hold on.
4: I'm telling you that it's not what we think it is. It's quantum... It, they're
0: using quantum science. So every ah, time see, we, all the rules have changed. Yeah. It's quantum. Yeah. No. Well, the, yeah. the great
2: thing about talking about quantum science is most people haven't studied it, and so you can't really, so you can claim all exactly. kinds of things with quantum <laughs> science. Look, what we, no got about a it we have about a minute left to find know, out what kind of critter. Yeah, you got a minute to get it out. I, I have to okay, hear about the quantum- critter.
4: Science,
0: the quantum no, science. No, no, I don't want to hear about quantum science. I want to hear about, no. to hear about
2: the, the critter they're making. Yeah, there's focus no time like to a, explain how it works. what is the critter? Focus critter. like a scalar a, weapon and answer the question.
0: The,
4: the scalar weapon picked up the algorithms, which is the language, and spewed and it all into an electronic interface, collected it, threw it into cells, spliced the cells of anything and everything you could find. It can tell you what it is. But and they and they've created. Look, if you look up DARPA super soldier, it kind of gives you an idea. So they've created these these beings that now have cells that can live forever. Awesome. Okay? Where are they? So that's what now, they did with our algorithm. Now you're saying they they did, made, they,
0: you're saying you got this information off of public websites, military uh, public I, websites.
4: I went to every website I could find. You yeah. just wasn't military a bad Star Trek episode. <laughs> scientists the scientists, everybody why do they they need to
0: put a weapon on a satellite in order to accomplish Um, this goal of if
4: they can make if they can make those cells talk, they those cells will tell them what they do. So if it's in your brain, and tell you what it saying. does. It's yeah. so crazy. T- yeah, that's so what I crazy. said. It's talk. It's neurolinguistics linguistics programming. It's it's, just, it's what a cell does. You are says. just you, what basically. This is what, what talk
0: doing. radio hell looks like. Basically, what you're doing sounds like <laughs> Mark. Uh, but what you're <laughs> you what you're, you're doing is, is, is you're just throwing out
2: sciency sounding terms <laughs> and
0: you're kind of just linking them all no, wait, together with no actual. There's not going to be time
2: for more. Thank God. No, I'm sorry. Thank God the break's coming. There really isn't. There isn't group of super soldiers
3: out there that can live forever that's been created by DARPA oh, through a satellite it, that it shot it, it down and then your neurotransmitters
4: have shot it down. just do
2: five years online. of in-depth research. You. Yeah. No. Uh, Mark, you just need, that that need to on It's, five on, it. years it's too. on
4: there. It's on there. Teams that Here's
2: live forever. going Go
0: outdoors. Get a breath of fresh air. I find it compelling. Get out of the basement. Put the computer mouse down. Put the phone down. Go outside. Get a breath of fresh air. And, you know, everything's going to be okay. Get on with your life. Thanks for the call.
2: Stop, stop stressing. Stop freaking out about the the, the waves being beamed down. I, I think wow. you need. A, I think we need a tinfoil hat for this, stuff, uh, this What being, else would you use it for? Get, get to keep this stuff out of our brains so we don't get turned into a DARPA super soldier. <laughs> well, I, we should be so lucky. Apparently <laughs> he's <laughs> taking our, our algorithms and um, turning us, you know, making don't their own super soldiers. The, don't forget oh the God.
0: neuro-linguistic programming as well. So what is,
2: I wonder what when someone Want gets obsessed some... with stuff like that. I wonder what it is in their lives that they're trying to avoid dealing with. Boy, I don't know because they go into this 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 other world of uh, exploring these. I wonder how bizarre, otherworldly job. things that have no relevance in society. That uh, what are they avoiding?
0: Toll free number eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL C A I toll free line. You can uh, bring up whatever's on your mind. And take control of the airwaves. Hour number two, and you don't have to be coherent. Hour number two is next. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live.
3: A very wealthy U.S. citizen is predicting that, in 2011, we'll witness the most important day in America in more than 50 years. He says it will change everything about our lives. The way you shop, travel, invest, educate your children, and even how you take care of your health and your family. Now, this man has made some outrageous predictions over the years, but he's usually right. He predicted the collapse of GM, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and America's biggest mall owner. And recently, he created a video which you can watch online for free, detailing his biggest and most important prediction yet. I can't stress this enough. You should at least watch this free video online today. He explains everything you need to know, including simple steps you can take to protect yourself. You can find the video at endofamerica.com. 19.com Although this video may be offensive to some audiences it's worth checking out Again it's endofamerica19.com that's the numeral 19 that's endofamerica the numeral 19.com
0: Program dialing toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us again that's freetalklive.com joining you this evening it's Ian and Dale and Mark and by the way uh Dale you do have your new website online we talked about it last week and it was if he is to when it would be up but it was up no it's, later than Sunday
2: It's um it's it's almost ready to actually transfer the domain over and everything so it's but going you, to be up before the next show
0: If you go to flamingfreedom.com there is something there like you can go uh, there's to something
2: there website. and you can download the first show but the the new website that we're developing right now and that's almost done is is not not quite at Flaming Freedom yet.
0: Cool. But it's up and running as opposed to last week when uh, it was not so uh, folks
2: can go That's there true. now. Yes. You can go there you can download the first show which
0: is the show the first show being
2: Prometheus Unbound. Your new show. Prometheus Unchained. Oh, excuse me. It's un- okay. Damn it. Uh it's it's I I, I I say it too still. I'm going okay. to break myself. <laughs> Prometheus Unchained. Um, the first episode is downloadable from that site, so you can go to PrometheusUnchained.net or FlamingFreedom.com. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to tell people FlamingFreedom.com. I like that Easy one. to remember, easy to spell. Yeah, and it really tells you a little bit more about what the show is about. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, but we do talk we talk about what the show is about in the first show, and then yeah. we talk about where the name came from, and then we address some issues, gay marriage and, and a local issue, and how we dealt with it in a libertarian fashion. And, yeah, so like it's,
0: a, it's a show that focuses on, uh, it's got a primarily uh, LGBT focus.
2: Uh, That's uh, right. Gay Lesbian friendly. gay, bisexual, transgender. We're basically, we're, we're focusing on those issues and uh, attacking them from a libertarian perspective. And it's
0: going to be a weekly show, and the first show is up. You can go to flamingfreedom.com to download the very first one.
2: Right. All right. And there's going to be a, I a called really, in. be a nice, yes, Mark called in. There's going to be a really nice website up before the next show this Sunday. The, the new site will be up, and it'll be, there'll be a lot more going on at that site right now. It's just kind of a placeholder where you can download the episode. Uh, but the new site will be up very soon
0: all right so we're gonna uh, get here to in a moment we'll tell you about the government uh federal court saying that there is no first amendment right to record the cops we'll uh, explain what that means here in a little bit also take your calls so let's go to the phones and the fun first we'll talk to better listening in florida better you're on free talk live at the endale and mark better in florida going once Vetter in Florida going twice. All right. Well, maybe we won't talk to Vetter. 800 259 9231. Radley Balco reporting over at Reason.com. Federal District Court Judge Suzanne Conlon has dismissed an ACLU challenge to the Illinois law that makes recording someone in a public space without their permission a felony or punishable rather by up to 15 years in prison. We've talked about this law in the past. It's Illinois and Massachusetts have two of the worst uh, so-called wiretapping laws on the books. Yeah, as if recording a cop has anything to do with tapping a wire. The uh, Balco points out that, as I've reported here, the law is used almost exclusively against people who attempt to record on-duty police officers. And the ACLU is seeking declarative and injunctive relief to prevent the police from arresting workers and volunteers who plan to record police at an anti-war protest this spring. As I wrote in my feature story, The War on Cameras, there's a strong argument that this is a news-gathering function protected by the First Amendment. But Conlin doesn't agree. See, the ACLU has not alleged, this is uh, apparently an excerpt from her decision, the ACLU has not alleged a cognizable First Amendment injury. The ACLU cites neither Supreme Court nor Seventh Circuit authority that the First Amendment includes a right to audio record. So, so um, you know, in an
3: age where uh, news reporting is done in, I mean, audio recording—that means television, radio, everything—but newspapers. This lady says that freedom of the press doesn't extend to the pressing of film. It doesn't extend <laughs> to the uh, publishing she, of data. It only talks about pressing newspapers. She, she's what literally a interpreting. Myrmidon.
2: She's absolutely. She's like taking an absolute literal interpretation of freedom of the press. press. Yeah. You're pressing newspapers, so that's all it counts for. Thank <laughs> God this lady's an idiot, because this, this ruling will not stand. You don't
0: think? No. No. This is stupid. The ACLU intends to audio record police officers speaking with one another or police officers speaking with civilians. The ACLU's program only implicates conversations with the police officers. The ACLU does not intend to seek the consent of either police officers or civilians interacting with police officers. Police officers and civilians may be willing speakers with one another, but the ACLU does not allege this willingness of the speaker's extends to the ACLU an independent so third party their
3: willingness comes uh, comes uh, along when they stand on public property when you're having a protest you're on public property police officers are public employees being paid on public money working on public time if you're on the job, you're on the record. But it, civilians, I think as far as I'm concerned, if you're in a public area and it's obvious you're being recorded, I can see a problem with hanging a microphone in a tree or something like that where people uh, might be have the expectation that they have privacy, but they don't have the expectation that they're actually talking in private if somebody's standing there, you know, cl- being clear that they're recording mm-hmm. them.
0: Well, the ACLU does not allege this willingness of the speakers extends to the ACLU, and independent third party audio recording conversations without the consent of the participants. So you you don't need consent when you're in a
3: public place. When you're in a public place, I've got the right to be there. You've got the right to be there. You have the right to listen. I have the right to listen. Are you telling me on a public street I don't have the right to move up close to you and listen? So the difference is... You can
0: listen. You just can't record.
3: Right. Well, uh, recording is just
0: a uh, a, a mechanical ear. Right. It's just a better version uh, rather than just recalling what someone said you can actually get the accurate statements ludicrous Um, but she's not done she's got more to say the aclu has not met its burden of showing standing to assert a first amendment right or injury as we've pointed out as mark stevens it's where i learned this from over mark net. that's mark with a c that anytime you try to sue the government most all of the all of the cases you attempt to bring will be thrown out of court for lack of standing yes it's your government it's your um
3: you know you pay for the public place but you don't have any standing
0: uh, amendment would be futile. The ACLU has not alleged a constitutional right or injury under the First Amendment. Rather, the ACLU proposes an unprecedented expansion of the First Amendment now someone uh, made a uh, i guess commented that uh, balco cites here he says why don't we look for the issue or look at the issue from the other side is it within the state's power to prohibit a citizen from recording a law enforcement officer in this way i know that we tend to think of rational basis review as a rubber stamp but these laws seem to be a stretch under any standard of course it's almost impossible to argue that this isn't rationally related to some asserted purpose but one could argue that the asserted purpose is merely protectual and that the real purpose is impermissible balco continues that the government can certainly provide a rational basis for forbidding the recording of private conversations without the consent of all parties but it would be interesting to hear the state's rationality for requiring the consent of anyone whose voice might be picked up before making a recording in a public space what inherent or what uh, rather interest does that law serve certainly not privacy given that there's no expectation of privacy in public spaces I suspect we'll be seeing more from this case as well as more challenges to the Illinois law, particularly if and when Christopher Drew and Michael Allison become the first people convicted under it. To this point, the law has been used primarily to harass and arrest people who record the police in public. The charges are inevitably dropped or downgraded to misdemeanors before the case gets to trial. And just to clarify, the Illinois law only applies... Right, so if you're charged with a felony, it's, very,
3: it's much more difficult to get bail. They can take you to jail. They can throw you in there for days. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're telling me that's not a punishment? I mean, Just, that's punishing somebody for recording a police officer before they go to trial. Of course. That's how they use this. They, they should be releasing them immediately after arrest because <clears throat> it's obvious a person who uh, is recording a police officer is not a, a flight risk or be a danger to society.
0: Just to clarify, the Illinois law only applies to audio recording, so security cameras, which generally don't include audio, aren't in violation of the law. If you used an application on your smartphone that only recorded video, you could also presumably record police without being arrested under this law, although they could always arrest you for interfering with a police officer or some other catch-all charge. The Illinois law also includes an exemption for law enforcement, so uh, police recordings without permission of the person being recorded are entirely permissible. So basically, uh, Balco points out that uh, this law essentially exists to protect the government people, specifically the police, from uh, being recorded by any member of the public. And that there are now a couple of cases that are working their way through the Illinois court systems that have not had their uh, charges dropped from felonies to misdemeanors. So there there may very well be a conviction uh, coming soon in this uh, in the, under this particular law. And the ACLU uh, has been basically kicked right out of court here in this uh, in this case.
3: Illinois is trying its very very best to become the most tyrannical state in America.
0: Yeah, if you it's love freedom, uh, you probably shouldn't be there mm-hmm. because. Why do you want to challenge this particular law there? There's no reason to stay there. They, they're they just increased, they're going to increase their income tax by 66%. I mean, the, the whole place is, is an anti-freedom place. Get the heck out. If you love freedom, come to New Hampshire. Join the Free State Project. 1-800-259-9231. Here, the cops don't mind, at least here in Keene. They don't seem to mind being recorded. They're pretty much used to it at this point. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to
3: Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com.
0: Toll free, take to control of the airwaves. 800 259 9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. Join us online. FreeTalkLive.com, the place to go. The features there, free. We've got a lot of them. In fact, the Shrine of Female Listeners is there with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com. And see it for yourself. If you're a lady listener, you can learn how to be part of the Shrine. Details are at shrine.freetalklive.com. Intern for Liberty. Make a difference, get
3: experience, and get paid. The Institute for Humane Studies is seeking undergraduate, graduate, and recent graduates for its summer internship programs. They have internships in all kinds of journalism. Graduates have gone on to ABC's 2020, The Financial Times, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, The Economist, many more. And in public policy, whether uh, you know, whether in Washington, D.C. or think tanks around the United States, the internship includes a generous stipend, housing assistance, career workshops, training throughout the summer. Visit libertarianinternships.com for more information. You can sign up there to receive updates and get reminders. This is a great opportunity for college students and recent graduates at libertarianinternships.com.
0: All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Your phone calls, uh, we go to them and talk to Vetter. Hopefully, he's there this time. Called back, Vetter in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello.
8: Hello, Mark Ian and yes. Dale
0: is here tonight too. What's on your mind, Vetter?
8: And Dale, hey guys, uh, I, w- I was uh, directed to your show. This is the first time I've got a chance to listen tonight. All right, and uh, I-, I do want to let you know, I, I- the-, the last call you had the, the algorithms. Interesting call, interesting
0: call. Oh, the Looney Tunes lady, yeah, yeah, she was okay. interesting in a crazy sort of um, bat s way.
8: It, it was interesting. I mean, she was making sense here and there, and then, and it really. Went off. I didn't hear well, her you make You, any you sense.
0: got some sense out of that? Wow, <laughs> she sounded like a battling
2: lunatic to me. I, I was. was I to. was unable to decipher hardly three like, words in a row. It sounds like he's being kind. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
8: Uh, he- Guys, uh, but you know, I, I was turned on to your show. I, I won't, I won't tell you who, okay? But uh, okay. so I decided to listen, and I was just wondering because I, I was just wondering what your thoughts are on uh, subjects such as nine eleven, the Federal Reserve, and uh, JFK.
0: Okay, uh, well, let's JFK do
3: it. doesn't matter. nine eleven doesn't matter. Federal Reserve, the most e- evil institution in the world.
0: Okay, to expound a little bit on that, uh, the uh, conspiracy theory world, I think, you know, certainly can be something that can be interesting, and people certainly have spent a lot, a lot of folks have spent a lot of time uh, doing things like researching these things, uh, and I think that uh, most of that time is wasted, I think, because as Mark pointed out, ultimately it doesn't really matter who killed JFK, and nor does it really matter who was really behind the 9-11 attacks, because well, the government's getting bigger every single day and more intrusive and more oppressive and talking about those things, does not move us toward uh, changing that. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything to uh, to actually bring people it, on, on board with the ideas of it liberty. It gets one mired in a debate.
3: Um, some people believe it. Some people don't. Some people are predisposed to believe uh, you know, stories like that. Some people are not predisposed to believe stories like that. And they won't accept that information without you know just a great deal of energy expended um, in their direction. You're more likely to drive them away than you are to convince them. And I think that... That, uh, you know,
2: it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't strike at the root. It's, it's uh, whacking at leaves. Yeah, I, I look at, um, like, 9-11, whether... It, I, I feel like the reality of 9-11 is somewhere... You have this... You have, on the one hand, and I'm holding my arms are far apart. This is radio, so you can't see me. In a line. I'm holding my, <laughs> my arms far apart. On the one hand, oh. you got the government story... On the other hand, you have like the 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 most extreme conspiracy theory story of what happened holograms. And I think the reality, people. yeah, well, and, and you know, or there, or the, there were there were missiles and not planes that shot into the buildings and so on and so forth. And I think the reality is somewhere in between there. But I don't care exactly where it is because I already don't trust the government. I already right. think it's way too big. I, I don't feel like it has not, for me, served to ever be a good recruiting tool. I know some people think it's a great recruiting tool to get people fired up. That's great if it does for them. But like Mike Mark said, it's an incredible amount of energy expenditure, certainly for researching into it, And when it really doesn't matter to me because it's kind of like if I knew this guy was a murderer and I knew that he had murdered uh, 150 people and they had... Overwhelming evidence that he had done so—that he had in fact murdered 150 people—and there were like five other people that some, the other people were going to great deal of effort to prove that he had murdered these other five people. And I'm like, does it? You know, he he said he murdered. We know he murdered 150. Like, do we care if he murdered the other five? Right. We know this you know? government. <laughs> and that's the way I look at 9/11. I'm like, you know, I, I already see the government is incredibly corrupt And in all the things that they admit to doing. <laughs> you right. know, right out in right. public. There's all kinds of blood so, on his you know, hands. I mean, the, the government it doesn't matter to me.
0: The government's uh, in the 20th century alone have been responsible for the murder of millions yeah more than people. any disease you could name uh let alone the the 3 000 people in governments the, in are Island. more dangerous than cigarettes yeah so does that answer your question
8: well yes but let, let's uh, let, let's uh, expand on the federal reserve because ron paul's had huge success so do you guys see anything moving with the federal reserve i mean is it just is it going to be watered down the entire audit
0: well, I I'd love to see an audit. Um, are they actually going to audit it?
3: I I think that if you know I think that there, we're much closer to that than, than we were though that bill died but mm. that doesn't mean that it can't be resurrected bills that happens with bills all the time. If if an audit occurs I suspect they'll be lying and um you know involved and it'll be very difficult to get a uh, true and accurate uh, audit. However, I think that the biggest and best thing that Ron Paul, uh, his chairmanship of the, the finance committee or whatever could result in, could result in, is a, is a sea change within those in the government that will allow competition in the area of currency. That's what his uh, recommendation has been for ending the Fed. And I think that that really is what, has, is what has to happen is people have to recognize what real money looks like and they have to begin uh, doing things with it. It's the reason that I, in my life, buy and sell with silver every time I can.
8: I, I totally agree, guys, and I, I appreciate that because I, I try and make people understand that there, there's no way to get out of debt if we still have the Federal Reserve. There, you know, people just don't understand that.
3: Well, the federal government's debt is not your debt. I mean, they'll try to put it on you and your family. It'll and affect certainly you. threaten and things like that. Yeah. But
2: uh, you know, just first, well, the first I mean, step the is to not accept
3: debt. it that way. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right.
2: Prepare, the best thing we can do is prepare as individuals for what the impacts of what that's going to do to our economy and different things like that. But, um, but you know, those of us who know, who see what's going on for what it is. I think are the best equipped to prepare ourselves for that.
0: Well, and one of those ways you can prepare yourself is by doing, as Mark said, business outside of the Federal Reserve note, uh, maybe engaging and using some sort of alternative currencies. Uh, Unfortunately, we've seen that the feds are more than happy to crack down on any alternative currency that uh, can prove itself as successful as they did with the Liberty dollar a few years ago. But maybe we will see a more successful, uh, kind of like decentralized alternative currency where it's much more difficult for the feds to come in and and try to confiscate it all from one vault. Because it's in multiple vaults and multiple secret locations, or or whatever. So we're starting to see some uh, innovation in those areas up here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. and And if you're new to the ideas, or if you're new to the show, you probably haven't heard. Have you heard of the Free State Project yet?
8: No, but I, I know the live free
0: or die state. Yeah, that's <laughs> New Hampshire, and that's why New Hampshire was chosen as the state, the destination state for the Free State Project. So, if you love freedom and you love the ideas of uh, individual liberty, then this is uh, the place to be. If you love the idea of alternative currencies, uh, this is a place that is packed full of people that have an appreciation for that. Hundreds that are of people creating new ones, yeah, and are actually in the process of making alternative currencies. I'd recommend you visit FreeStateProject.org to learn more. And thanks, better for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. the SACL CAI toll-free line. If you want to see some change in the the area of the money that we use, it makes sense to get together with other people that want to see a similar change, other people that understand the ideas of freedom. 800-259-9231 because you can't count on the feds to make anything better. It's Free Talk Live.
3: Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com, four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com
0: this is free talk live dialing toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll-free line 1-800-259-9231 join us on our website at freetalklive.com we've got a bunch of features there, and we give them all to you. completely free, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their sites. You can go to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. One of those features is our webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact, because our chat room is built into the same page as the webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all that for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. It's brought to you by Memory Dealers. That's right. On Cam, you can uh,
3: see Ian's giant hair. (laughs)
0: Memory (laughs) Dealers.
2: It's a haircut so bad. Yeah, you keep saying that. Uh, I think, you seem to be obsessed with my hair, Mark. I think it that... Giant hair. I think that, Ian, I thought you were contemplating growing it out. Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah.
0: And in order to do that, you have to grow so, it Mark, out. So, Mark, you're going to have to get over it. it. I, 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 <laughs> yeah.
3: it's, it's not really
0: taking up that much of my time. Just when I look <laughs> he at He mentions it every single day. Every
3: time I look at you, I think, wow, you need a haircut. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GVICs, ZenPacks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. If you need optical transceivers, the place to go is MemoryDealers.com.
0: All right, 800-259-9231. Coming up here, uh, Dale is going to share with us five things that people do to make hackers' lives easy. But first, to the phones and your thoughts and calls. Uh, Ryan is on the line in Iowa. Ryan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello.
9: Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call.
0: That's what we do. What's on your mind tonight?
9: Um, Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I called you guys um, approximately a little over a month ago, and I told you just about some of my stuff when I was... uh, in the delayed entry program, and you guys actually sent me a, a an email on my Facebook.
0: Yeah, R- Ryan Michael Style. Uh, is That's a, correct. Yeah, you you had called in to tell us this, this crazy story about uh, your your I guess. It was very int- intricate uh, regarding you being in the military and them charging you with uh, criminal acts. And uh, the, there's another news story uh, out there about you uh, apparently pretending to be a blind veteran and bilking people out of money. You didn't tell us about that part, though.
9: No, yeah, that's the thing. That's that's what I, why I called you guys to tell you about that, because that's base, that's how they got me undercover when they initially booted me out of the Navy is yeah, so I mean,
0: why were you i mean was it true is are the allegations true that you were pretending to be a, a military veteran a blind veteran to try yeah, to basically to be i
9: mean uh, right now i can't i mean i can't I, i'm not a veteran i can't claim veteran status because i never even did i mean because <laughs> cats out of the bag tonight because i'm under complete military and fbi protection right now and i have evidence <laughs> to prove this uh, like i why got are you under
0: military protection what's that why, why are you under military protection
9: well, because apparently I know something, and I know what I know. And that's why I initially called All you guys. Right. Hope I d- hope I... you know what you know. No, okay. All right. No, 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 no. Okay. So right. okay. The whole, I, I, what I told you guys when I called you, what was that, on the 14th of December?
0: I, I have no it.
3: idea.
9: I'm pretty sure that was the day that I called you. You love your facts, though. I I remember from the last
2: story, you uh, you quoted facts all the time. I'm going to take your word for it that it was the 14th of December.
9: Okay, yeah. I mean, look this stuff up. Look this stuff up because Leatherneck did a story on it. If you look up my full name, KCRG Associated Press, when they booted me out of the Navy, when they kicked me out because I never even left for basic training, they sent me, they put me in a hospital in Dubuque, Iowa. They put me up in Mercy 2 West. It's a psych war. And then they sent me down to Mecca Drug Treatment Center in Des Moines, Iowa, where I was basically told to, I, I absconded from there. Like, I was some one of the military guys that was down there, because there was another military dude. There was actually a lot of them. There was VA guys who were down there. They're like, dude, run. They're like, run, get out of here.
2: And I'm like, uh, no. Wait, was this I'm be- really lost. I'm sorry. Before, I guess I wasn't here
0: when you called in the last time. Was this before or after you were um, a- apparently arrested for posing as a blind veteran? This in- was how
9: I got arrested because they said, run. And I was basically given orders to go up to Ames. And like I, I didn't even, at the time, I didn't know who I was working for. I'm like, okay, obviously I'm not Navy anymore. Who am I working for? So I was basically ordered to go up to Ames to do all this stuff. And then all my charges, if you go on Iowa Courts Online, all you got to do is Google Iowa Courts Online and look up my full name, you will see that all those charges got dismissed.
0: The charges uh, yeah. about uh, being a, uh, pretending like you're a blind veteran? And yeah, that's
9: blind. why, you guys, if you look up my name, you can find all the initial reports, but you can never find a follow-up
0: story. Mm. Because okay. none
9: of these major media outlets, all, even KCRG, because I live in Cedar Rapids now, I've actually called them. And they refused to do a follow-up story because they had to destroy my reputation. And I finally found out why, because they, the military has been basically waiting for the past two years to somehow, some way, get me back in. And now I am under, from basically, I'm under federal protection from U.S. Department of Justice, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Why do you think they care
0: so much about whether or not you join the military? I mean, we had somebody call in this week, basically saying that. Uh, he was able to get out of the military by just leaving, essentially. And then when he came Walking back... Walking away.
2: I yeah, got I mean, out by being gay.
0: Yeah, I mean, some some people would say it's easy enough to get out. Just have a bag of pot and they'll kick you out for that. So, exactly.
9: Well, I initially had to get all these waivers like because I I got busted when I was 17, 18 for, for marijuana. I had to get waivers for this when I first signed up. And then I got a waiver for theft. I got a waiver for childhood asthma. I got a waiver...
0: But I don't understand why they want you so bad. I mean, why would they put you under military uh, protection to get you to join the military when you presumably do not want to be in the military anymore?
9: No, no, no. That's the thing. That's the thing. I've always wanted to serve my country. My family is military. Basically, all the guys in my family are law enforcement or military. My dad's a Marine Corps veteran. My dad, Keenan Style, was in the Marine Corps. Uh, He's still alive. He was in during peacetime. He was in during the 80s. My grandpa, Arthur Capacious. <laughs> we,
0: <don't care. laughs> we don't care what <laughs> no, their names are. doing. basically my, my whole family
9: has been military. Like if you look at – So you, you look do up,
0: want to join the military.
9: No, see, that's the thing, and that's why I'm being protected right now by Edward A. Hurk. We,
0: we don't uh, know if those are I got are his true. number. You want his uh, number? No, I, I don't, really, don't really care that much. I'm so just curious. So what do you know? What is the secret
9: Okay, basically what happened, I, I had 95% of the story, I got all the, st- the story of 9-11, 100% last night. People, the, the, the inside jobbers, they're kind of right. They're kind of right, and then the people who say Al-Qaeda, is, they're kind of right. But this what was people all don't realize, so. what people do not realize is that on 9-11, it was actually Bush was trying to kill Dick Cheney. <laughs> that is why,
1: dude, I, I know
9: it sounds stupid. I know it sounds stupid. Hear me out. Notice how Bush was sitting in that school. If they really, if Al Qaeda, if, you know, Al Qaeda, the Taliban, whatever, if these terrorists really wanted to kill Bush, they would have had to just hit that school. That's a that. Don't,
2: I don't think there was. I guess they. That, okay. That much I agree, well, where I agree with. Where was Dick with, Cheney?
9: Me... Where was Dick Cheney? He had to hide in the Pentagon. He had to hide in the Pentagon.
0: You know, Bush was trying to kill Cheney. And, and you found then, this out how? I mean, what was it that uh, – how all, did you uh, basically
9: all the, all the military guys I talked to yesterday when I've been talking to the special agent of the FBI, um, yeah, I finally got 100% <laughs> of the story last night.
3: So why um, – is, is this in any way related to Cheney shooting that guy in the face? I mean, why exactly, could just Exactly, exactly,
9: because Cheney got scared when he shot that guy in the face in 2000 – what was that, 2006, when he was, <laughs> you know, just – quail hunting with that whole cheney didn't realize because he's not a hunter you know he didn't realize that birdshot you know won't i mean it can be lethal if it gets into your bloodstream and causes a heart attack which it basically did to that one guy but that basically he thought that the one guy his quote-unquote friend who was with him was going to kill him so cheney shot him but the guy survived and then it, it, this stuff's all connected to that, that congresswoman Congress Well, I have got to say, checked. it is
0: a unique theory. I've never heard this one before. Mm-hmm. And uh, So what,
2: what does he gain if he killed He'd Cheney just be, uh, or, or what avoid? What does he gain? Yeah. What, what would he get out of that? Why would he just why? fire him?
9: Who? Uh, Bush? Why, would, why, why? What's the goal? What's Cheney the point? Cheney is on the side. Cheney is on the side of China, the Federal Reserve, and all these bankers because China— you know, it's basically like calling but in or Bush dead right now, and
0: they're siding with North Korea. And Obama, wow. Fascinating. Obama, he, Obama calls, took a hard line it?
9: today, because Obama well,
0: at, least, Bush... at least Ryan here is coherent. And yeah, thank you yeah for the call. You can I can have, understand what he's saying. I actually anyways. have a conversation with him. Thanks for the call. Good luck there in your military detention slash protection. Whatever stuff. 800-259-9231. And, yeah, you can find him on Facebook as Ryan Michael Style S-T-E-I-L. He's real. We didn't think he was real the last time he called him. He's a real guy. It's Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Island toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? You can do that by becoming an amplifier. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com. You will... Get access to a few special perks that only uh, amplifiers get, like the amp only call in lines, the amp only forum, and amp only podcast, which is uh, absent the usual podcast commercials that you hear when you listen to our regular podcast. So go to amp.freetalklive.com. Now, of course, we do have a bunch of archives up on the site, and uh, you can download those anytime you want. They go all the way back to 2006, and those are free thanks to HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader
3: for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own website. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They have uh, more than 4,500 free templates for you to use when you build your site. Whether you want a personal blog, complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. Get a 45-day money-back guarantee, 24-7 technical support. Uh, They even give you a $100 Google AdWords credit, plus your first month completely free at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com.
0: All right, so 800-259-9231 is the number here, and you can bring up anything. We are going to, in just a moment, tell you about, Dale, you've, you're going to share with us five things that we do for making a that make hackers' lives very easy. And then coming up also, uh, there's been a lot of controversy, apparently, regarding a new uh, show on MTV, and the Parents Television Council is having a conniption. We'll explain what that's about, but uh, is, this your, is your piece from Cracked.com? Uh,
2: yes, it is. All right, Dale, go for it. Because it's the most reliable source of information on the internet.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I kind of stick to the onion for reliability, but Cracked is pretty good.
2: They both got a lot going for them. Yeah. Okay, so five things we all do that make hackers' lives incredibly easy, and it's by Stuart Bentley on on Cracked. And this is, uh, I think a lot of our listeners will enjoy this because we are, uh, there's a lot of privacy, hardcore privacy fans out there, Mm -hmm. and it's getting more and more difficult. And as you've, you've said, Ian... It's, it's a 24-hour job sometimes. To be private? It's a lot of work. A lot of work to be private in, in a modern society. Not only is it work,
0: it also costs money, too. It takes, it yeah. takes money and effort to uh, to be private.
2: Yeah, and, and a lot of us prefer convenience over that sort of thing. So it's, uh, Hollywood portrays hackers as super-powered math geniuses who can intimidate com- computers into giving them whatever they want through intense keyboard mashing. Even outside of movies, they are feared as something like (laughs) Mysterious and Powerful Wizards, the infamous hacker. Kevin Mitnick was ordered to never use any networked technology more advanced than a payphone for fear that he could whistle a, a, a tone that would start a nuclear war. But in reality... Well, wait a second.
3: Yeah. I, I, um, you know, So I spent uh, nine years in prison, mm-hmm. and I can tell you they wouldn't let inmates anywhere near computers because of the War Games movie, essentially. yeah, yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's irrational like, notions of what it really means to be a, a hacker, so to speak. And the term hacker has evolved. This isn't from the article. This is just me. The, the term hacker has evolved now. It just kind of refers to anyone who's kind of good with computers. You think? Doesn't, you? Know, yeah. A, you know, anyone who can wow. kind of tw- whittle and figure stuff out is considered I, hacker and really a lot of computer programmers refer refer to someone as a hacker if they're not if they don't really use good methods of like professional programming and everything that, mm. that someone else can follow and fix things later and you know someone will hack something together and get it working but like they didn't do I it see. in a good way and it's a mess you know right that's kind of the the so. well yeah that is a variation of the term I yeah. guess hack you're a hack at uh, yeah. programming right right okay. So, But in reality, almost every hacking exploit that you hear about compromising some database or other is done with very simple methods that many times require no computer at all. They can do that because our computers aren't secure and never will be, thanks to the fact that, and here we get into the things that people do that make things so easy. Number five, our brain remembers passwords only if they are words. The four most common passwords, according to Mark Burnett's, Oh, two thousand five. Can I guess? Can I guess? Uh, yeah, uh, book perfect passwords are
0: the four most common. Love? Nope. No, no. Hmm. Uh, six nine six
2: nine. <laughs> the first three are. are, are you uh, could
3: get into any housing complex. That's, that's in America. not bad. You're closer. Six, six nine six nine. Is it true? You're closer. Mark. I'm just telling
2: you, man. You're closer. Uh, the uh, first date are, of birth: one two three four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> date of birth numbers. The, the word first three. password. Yes. Is that number one? No, that's one of the okay. top four. Uh, one two three four. One two three four five six, and one two three four five six seven eight, and because, password.
0: Well, we're right, because there are uh, in, in many cases when you have to have a password, there's some of them that make you have a certain number of digits or a right. certain number of characters in the in the password. So people will just one two three all the way
2: up till whatever the max, yeah. the minimum is. Gotcha. Uh, the fifth wow. is the fifth is pussy. No, really, <laughs> it really is. Uh, on the next level of password caution, you'll people find something. Cats. like Yes, they Uh, do. Yeah, that's not a joke, by the way. It really is the fifth. Uh, On the next level of password caution, you'll find something like dolphins. It's because I really like dolphins. Mm. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) dolphins are notoriously terrible at information security, hence their defeat in the Great Orca War. (laughs) If you ask a website to generate a password for you, you'll get something like YZIVLQ dollar sign zero X uh, question mark nine. The difference is that most humans can't memorize much beyond seven digits unless there's Uh, some other meaning attached to help us remember. So we have to use an actual word instead of random character strings. Otherwise, we'll never retain it. The problem is that if you even use an acronym word, such as Adelphagami, you are making it massively easier easier for a bad guy to guess your password. The average new computer can guess 10 million passwords a second. For reference, the unabridged Oxford English Dictionary lists about 600,000 words, and the average adult knows a fraction of that. Jeez. That means if your password is a word or even one of thousands of common names, an attacker can have your password faster than hands can type it. Even if you add a number to the end of the word, like hunter2 or entropy9, you've only increased the time it takes to crack to half a second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Now, that's presuming that the hacker has the ability to query that many times, right? Because, I mean... Yeah, okay. The idea is that your computer can crunch that the that amount of numbers in that period of time, but if you're trying to log into something you know, that's on the internet, you know, they don't go into that.
2: That's a good question. I I don't know if, you know, how long does it take to attempt multiple times on a certain, you know, log in on an internet.
0: Right. If you if you maybe if you have a file on your computer or something like that that is passworded, say some sort of a true crypt file or something for instance, that uh, then you'd be able to query it as many times in a second as the computer is possible mm-hmm. if you have some sort of software that can do that. But if you're on a trying to get into somebody's account on say Google, you can only log in so many times. I think times, you have Google some net
2: lag, and then and right. then.
0: Well, and then yeah. Google, if you get the password wrong a uh, number of times, they will start hitting you with CAPTCHAs, which is the CAPTCHA is the uh, the things that will yeah. pop up that will show you, okay, now you need to type in these letters and numbers in order to verify that you're a real Heck human just being. putting multiple comments on YouTube
2: does that now.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if that's – I understand what they're saying and what they're saying is true in some instances, but as far as trying to get into someone's server, a, there's it's there's more probably difficult. A lot,
2: yeah, I think there's probably a lot of – um, maybe not on an internet website, but there's a lot of online things where you could – you could enter it multiple times. And, and, and it that. would require some sort of special software, too,
0: because you'd have to have software that would be able to interact with whatever the login script
2: is or whatever yes. the login prompt is. I think they're or, presuming that, the, the, yeah, there's, that they're using something like that.
0: Not to say that the hackers wouldn't have something like right. that. Or could but,
2: write it, you know, yeah. write a script or something. You know, it, it, It's it's probably not a terribly difficult thing to write a little script. Right. It'll try something over and over again. It's a relatively simple bot, you mm-hmm. know, a robot, an you know, internet robot. It's not hard to make a secure password, one that's not a word and is re- reasonably long, but still is easy to, to remember and quick to type. Take a fra- Here's a little hat- password hint, and, I, and I've actually used this. Take a phrase you know by heart, such as, every Halloween, comma, the trees are filled with underwear, colon. Every spring, comma, the toilets explode, <laughs> period. As, now, type- as a password? No. Oh. Now type out the first letter of every word in that phrase, picking different letters or adding punctuation whenever whenever it feels natural for you, uh, resulting in a password like and in this case e capital H T T capital R F W U colon E S T T E. Where's period.
3: the uh, letter uh, numbers? Because uh, some some websites now, in order to uh, make it your life well a living hell, have they have
0: numbers. They they, they, yeah.
3: they require you to have letters, numbers, think, and sometimes yeah. even like. Punctuation You could points. probably
2: work some numbers in there in a way that makes sense in the phrase, or you could substitute them for letters where it makes where it seems kind of appropriate. I think so by using, and that's not in the article either. Uh, by using something that isn't a word and never has been, you're increasing the pool of necessary guesses exponentially.
0: Uh, Johnson, by the way, is uh, one of our producers has pointed out, that there's a tool called Fire Sheep. That will allow uh, that. He says any hacker worth their salt will know about this. Apparently, it uh, basically sniffs out your Wi-Fi connection and will essentially grab the packet, the encrypted packet. That it'll see essentially that you are sending. uh, The the user is sending a password over their Wi-Fi. Grabs the encrypted password from the Wi-Fi from the signal, and then it'll start to brute force attack that uh, that one packet. So there are certainly some ways that uh, these guys have to
2: to do things that people just are not aware of. Wow, yeah, I, I know. There's a lot of stuff. Anything going over Wi-Fi is is you shouldn't assume is secure. Yeah, it's at risk. Sure. Um, if someone asks us for our password, we give it to them. That's number four. So we can talk. Like about if that. somebody
0: like uh, the, what is that called? Uh, oh boy, social kind of engineering. social engineer. Right. Social. So engineering. yeah, social. They mentioned that. All right, we'll talk about that so here in a little bit. Also, uh, hour number three is next. You can take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. And you can bring up anything. And maybe if you are an elite hacksaw, you can call in and uh, give us some of your tips and tricks or suggestions for the poor people that don't know what they're doing. More
3: coming up. With so much economic confusion, who can you trust for straight talk? For years, author and investor Peter Schiff has been in the front of the pack, pointing out the insanity while offering real investment solutions. Now, all of Peter's videos, articles and TV appearances are compiled into a free email. The EP Weekly Digest, which contains the fresh insights by Peter and other Europac voices like the hard-charging Mike Pinto. To subscribe, please go to EPWeeklyDigest.com. epweeklydigest.com.
0: Take control of the airwaves. 800 259 9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1 800 259 9231. Coming up, your chance to win a two pack of the sack. We'll uh, give you more details on what that is here in a little bit. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. Rendell. And Mark uh, Dale joining us from FlamingFreedom.com, dot com. His brand new uh, radio show, which premiered last week, will be uh, continuing every single Sunday from noon to two at Lrn dot fm Eastern Eastern Time. Yes, uh, and uh, you can go to FlamingFreedom.com dot com to hear his his first premiere episode, which happened last week. So very cool. Uh, all right, so we're going to go uh, to your phone calls, and then we're going to continue the five things that people do to make hackers' lives really easy. Uh, in fact, Johnson is on the line. He wanted to comment on this uh, in Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Johnson.
10: Hey, hey, I've got uh, three points that I can make on this topic, and uh, my, my criteria is that I've done a lot of computer repair and had to educate people on security.
2: Are you going to make me repeat something on this article? <laughs> no, go ahead. I, I hope not. I hope
10: not. I don't think so because I think I've read that article. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I've also read Kevin Mitnick's book, *The Art of Deception*. Actually, through my handy dandy uh, Free Talk Live affiliate through Audible, so uh, there's a lot of interesting information in that as well. But okay, so the, the first thing I guess to discuss is why hackers, for the most part, would want to hack, you know, little old you, <laughs> being you know, person who's just surfing the internet, not you know, doesn't have any sort of high profile security, you know, you don't know government secrets, you don't, you know, maybe you're not the, uh, the financial officer for some major corporation, why is a hacker going after you?
2: I know that well, Bush is trying to kill Cheney. <laughs>
10: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for most people, you know, who aren't Bush and, and trying to hide their secret, uh, you know, murderous plot to, uh, assassinate Cheney, uh, hackers just want to steal either their identity just by personal, like just personal information about you is valuable, knowing that you are, how old you are, what your gender is, just your demographic is valuable information because that's information that can be sold, especially if it's in combination with like a way to contact you, like your email address. So those are, you know, that's a simple thing, but obviously more than that, stealing your social security number and your identity is a valuable thing that they can sell. Stealing credit card information is a valuable thing that they can sell. So those are the things that you want to keep in mind. Um, the other thing that I noticed you say, Dale, about how to generate passwords didn't take into account one very, very major thing. It, was, it was supposing that I'm, you know, either a Chinese or a Russian hacker, uh, you know, who wants to get this information so that I can sell it to feed my family. Um, you know, I would go and say, you know, I'd be like, hey, well, I'm on my computer. I'm going to make a shoe site. And, you know, they make a, a just some sort of simple Alternative website or some sort of like uh, you know a pro thing where you would like maybe download um, backgrounds through your Facebook or YouTube or something like that, or, or just th- graphics, something, something simple, like yeah, a simple something, other something to
3: change your cursor into smiley faces and things like that.
10: Yeah, I mean that's one example, but it could also be even like a small, legitimate business, and the reason why is because they can use that business to then collect your information and sell it to someone else. And the information itself might be more valuable than the product that they're selling. So, if your password is the same on every website, that's a big problem. Mm
2: -hmm. So,
10: if you're using that,
2: they 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 get you to 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 put in the uh, the same password that you use for everything. And now they know your password. They can try it on something else. They know your email. They can you know, and that's called phishing, right? Uh, uh this, well, yeah, some more, yeah. But this is this is this is a case where they just have a website that you go and, and create a login there on their website. Oh, now see. they have access to that information and they can try it on something else and for a lot of people odds are fairly good that you're using the same password there that you use elsewhere.
10: Mm. Right, phishing is a broader term. Phishing can also be used to to describe what collecting the infor- you know, collecting personal information. Um, so it's general. So collecting a password by that method is a phishing attack. But the fact that, you know, someone having the same password for every website, that's just called silly. Uh, <laughs> and it's just not smart. Um, so that's the other way. And then, you know, you, you guys kind of touched on it a little bit, but obviously wireless um, is just the last sort of thing. Most people don't protect, and this is probably one on the list, Dale, uh, but most people don't protect their Wi-Fi routers at all. Um, they don't set a, a password on their router or they leave it completely open or they use WEP encryption, W-E-P, as opposed to W-P-A. And I won't get into what that means.
2: But, but it's not as secure. You
10: know, yeah, it's a very, it's not secure. It takes like 60 seconds, not even 60 seconds to, to crack a WEP password. So, you know, most people's houses, you know, someone could just drive by, especially if you live in a relatively urban area, someone can just drive by your house and, and collect your information. I mean, there was... Um, a rogue uh, hacker who was working for Google in the uh, in the, the car that went around to take all the street view photos and uh, he ran this little program that he wrote on this thing to basically collect everyone's information to be able to have like a his own personal Wi-Fi network around the country of people's open Wi-Fi oh, if your Wi-Fi is <laughs> open like that they can get into your computer and if you have for example you were discussing earlier about how you would need a password, you know, if, if somebody's got a website or something like that. Well, if your password is somehow stored on your computer via cookie, or you use your browser's function that allows you to save passwords, mm-hmm. if they can get access to that file, oftentimes it's in plain text. Oh boy! So, yeah, you can if they can download that file off your computer Another- by getting access. Your Wi-Fi, then they have all
2: your passwords. And I'm sure there's different versions. Of, uh, I don't know if how, different browsers. I know Firefox, for instance, has a master password you can put in. You put yep. in a really right. good master password, and that encrypts very well, from what I understand. And my understanding is, right. if you don't have, if you forget your master password, then you're just going to have to re-enter all your passwords because it's it's gone. <laughs> I actually <laughs> practically. use a service
10: called
7: LastPass,
10: which um, is a browser uh, plugin that goes on on top of your browser browser and stores the password's encrypted, not on my computer. Mm. So that, that's a way to do it, too. There's a couple of different uh, password services that uh, do that. Um, the only one I know off the top of my head is LastPass, but you Interesting. can look something up like that. Good tip. Um, So, yeah.
0: Anything else you want to share with our uh, listeners tonight, Johnson?
10: No, that's pretty much it. You know, Johnson, just, I have a question for you. the reason.
2: Hmm? When you're done, I have a question for you. He's done. Go ahead. Oh, sure. Uh, remember what Ian was saying earlier. The the cracked article claims that you know your your computer can try 10 million different passwords in a second. Uh right. But uh, but Ian brought up well, you know on a, on the, certainly on an internet browser, it's not going to allow you to try that many passwords. You know so you right. know what I mean. And it, and there's other. So what do you think about that?
10: In most cases, and this is why I brought up the you know when I I am D and I, I uh, said hey you know what about Wi-Fi? Because there are a couple other ways that people – obviously, yeah, you can't try a website that way, not if it's a, a legitimate website. So like I said, there's those three other methods. Someone can get your password by faking you, like getting, if they get your email, they can fake you into going to a fake website, get your password that way. Um, they can sit on your Wi-Fi connection if they know where you live and really want to get your information, and you don't have a secure Wi-Fi connection. They can sit on your Wi-Fi, get your password through the network traffic. Or if they somehow are able to get access to your computer, either physically, you know, they live with you and they, they get access to the computer by sitting down at it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if they can get access to a file on your computer that stores passwords, which a lot of people have, um, then they can use that file to then run that sort of uh, be, you know, process. It would be a good idea power. to encrypt
2: that really well if you do have something like that.
10: <laughs> yeah. Which is why yeah. I don't store my passwords on my computer.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Very good. Cool. Thanks for the call, Johnson. Appreciate the info. Okay, okay so it sounds like, Ian, sounds like you, you your debunking was pretty valid, uh, according to Johnson. Yeah, but nonetheless,
0: the, I mean, still good tips, though. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I mean, I like the, uh, the Well, the, encrypted- the,
2: the whole thing about someone being able to guess your pastor just by trying it over and over again. Um, It's kind of Pretty unlikely, but uh, social
0: engineering is what you're going to tell us about next. We're going to get into
2: that, yeah.
0: Uh, this is from crack.com, the five things that uh, people do to make it really easy for hackers. And
2: number four was, if someone asks us for our password, we give it to them. Our uh, One survey found that in public, 70% of people would give out their passwords in exchange for chocolate. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hey, it stimulates the same part of your brain as sex, so, you know, it's understandable. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh, God.
0: <laughs>
3: I'd like to know I more totally about I
2: totally believe that. it's true. Yeah, I'd like to know uh, more they, about oh, that. Li- they linked to a study. Yeah. So a favorite strategy of of the hacker mentioned above, Kevin Mitnick, didn't involve other either supercomputers or a criminal mastermind brain. So just we'll a go little into bit that. of
0: social engineering as it is called. 800-259-9231, that's the Cecil CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves if you are uh, an elite hacker or maybe you're somebody who's been victimized uh, in this way. Had your identity stolen, you can certainly share your story. 800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL-CAI. It's 800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com, and some of those features on our site include the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you, WIKI wiki dot freetalklive. dot com. Get on over there and get interactive. Edit virtually anything that you see.
3: ToteSack—it's the one trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home—is now available for fundraisers and small independent resellers of general merchandise. ToteSack is a retail grocery bag carrier that handles more than you can. A lot more. Visit totasack.us on the net. Um, it, it, you can go get a family pack there today. It's totasack.us. T-O-T-A-S-A-K. No C in totasack. Totasack.us.
0: I, I used mine tonight, as a matter of fact. Went, to, went out grocery shopping and uh, also went to the department store as well and uh, brought all those bags in with two hands and two totasacks, one trip. Wow. You must yep. have a bunch of bags. It I usually just need one, uh, one totasack to carry. You can carry six bags in one totasack. Easy. 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 Absolutely. Uh, all right. So, uh, by the way, the two pack of the TOTASAC could be yours. We're going to give you that coming up here in a little bit. So, stay tuned for that chance and the special call in line number that you'll need for it. All right. So, 800 259 9231. We're going to continue here and then we'll get to your calls. Uh, but the five things that people do to make
2: life easy for hackers. Uh, Dale, you're about to tell us about number four. Number four is people give out their passwords when you ask it for it. Right? Yeah. When you ask for it. Uh, it says a favorite strategy of the hacker mentioned above. Kevin Mitnick didn't involve supercomputers or a criminal mastermind brain. Once he decided what corporation he wanted to hack into, he just got into its trash. not to mention some some lists of uh, some lists of passwords, but to dig up an organization chart so that he could call up an employee claiming to be a coworker whose boss needed the password to get into the company's server. He called it social engineering mm-hmm. so likewise um likewise, in two thousand and seven, there was a well publicized rash of Xbox Live accounts suddenly escaping their owner's control. Leading to rumors that some master hacker had gotten into Halo developer Bungie's database. Uh, In reality, it was all done via conversations over Xbox Live headsets. Mm -hmm. Like many systems, Xbox Live would verify your password by asking a series of personal questions. More on that later. So the thief would just get into a game with his target and steer the conversations towards subjects such as pets, Mm -hmm. high schools, uh, stealthily probing the target for secure question answers. And these are the sort of things that go into secure questions. So say, hey, what high school did you go to? Well, That's and you might know because you you've asked them so right. you can answer that question. Yeah, and who's going to think about that? So what high school did you go to? So
0: what's your favorite color?
2: Uh, I'm sorry, you know what? My my birthday is not on Facebook. Yeah, your, I don't put it there either. You know, you get 20 happy birthdays mm-hmm. from people on on Facebook when your birthday comes and then you know, I have like 600 plus friends. I don't know half right. of them at least i don 't give and, my birthday to you know, anyone
3: um, the, the yeah. doctor 's office wants your birthday to be able to treat you. are you really you can 't treat my athlete 's foot without my birthday? <laughs> oh well, we need to know how old you are oh, I promise i'll tell you what year I was born. Yeah. Uh, you know you can guess the other three hundred and sixty five after that i 'll either give somebody January the first uh, you know the year I was born yeah. or um, you know some date that's close to my birthday that 's a holiday or something that I can remember
2: yeah any time I enter a, a birthday on a website because it's you know age verification or something, I put in the year, and the rest ain't right. Because mm. I don't want them to know my birthday. That's a, that's a secure thing. I don't want them to know it. You so know? what
0: was your first dog's name anyway? Nice <laughs> shot, by the way.
2: <laughs> Alternatively, uh, the thief would call Microsoft's tech support and pretend to be the account holder, basically play on the operator's sympathy until the operator gave in and handed out the info. Wow. The problem continues to flare up for Xbox Live users from skilled gamers such as Skyless VBI, to Dan Shu, Zhu and Will Tuttle, no one knows. Who I those don't people know. Are. Sorry, both editors in chief of major gaming publications, all of whom had so their accounts stolen wow, in nice. 2008. Nice, yeah. So, even Microsoft's Larry Major Nelson Herb, Director of Programming for Xbox Live, and the closest thing (laughs) the service has to a human face, had his account hijacked in March 2010. Wow. Almost three years to the date after he posted the security bulletin above. (laughs) Uh So, not that we have to hear a human voice in order to hand out our passwords. Online scams continue to be rampant. Once a system administrator sent out an email telling users not to respond to fake what-is-your-username-and-password phishing forms. This is what you are talking about, phishing. hmm yeah. He, said, he sent out the forms, the, you know, copies of these forms, and this is the fake form. Do not fill these out. He included a sample form to show people what to look out for, then saw users reply to him with their usernames and passwords. <laughs> oh, God. Because the sample phishing form he sent along asked them to. Wow. Yeah. So, uh presumably emailing these people uh, directions for performing the Heimlich Maneuver would lead to an an epidemic of fatal chokings. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, number three is we will always demand convenience before security. and I know Mm -hmm. this is true. I think, you know, you talk about this a lot, Ian. People don't want security that bad. They want convenience. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and if you really want security, you, you have to pay for it and work for it. Uh, In the mid-90s, Microsoft was tripping over itself to make computers convenient and user-friendly. Microsoft Bob, the operating system with a smiling face, encouraged users to keep all their banking information nestled securely inside a virtual desk. Would-be thieves would be stopped at the virtual front door where users were prompted for a password. If the user forgot his password, he would be inconvenienced by it only three times, at which point the system would conveniently let him change it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I did not know this. This is whacked uh microsoft bob because even idiots need to use computers (laughs) even though this is about as secure as guarding your house with a beware of ferret sign in your yard (laughs) anything less would have been too inconvenient for the target audience of microsoft bob which ended up being small enough small enough for microsoft to realize what a terrible idea it was trying unfortunately this is this is a fundamental trade-off and it's one we often don't even notice we're making for instance, it's convenient to have your browser store all of your passwords, so you never need to type anything to look at your bank account. But leaving your laptop open at Starbucks, then coming back and discovering that you've you've bought the original master recording of The Court of the Crimson King <laughs> for a complete means. stranger is also inconvenient. I suspect that that is uh, maybe porn or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure we can find out if we need to. Uh, Please don't tell me. I I, I don't even know, honestly. (laughs) There's literally no no getting around this. What is convenient for us will also be convenient for intruders. It's true. (laughs) Like security questions they use to verify passwords that allowed those Xbox Live hackers to get in. The whole point of that is if you lose your password, you can get it back quickly and easily and not get locked out of crucial online services. So on most sites, if you lose your password, you simply need to answer a few predetermined questions. What was the name of your high school's mascot, which supposedly only you know? Okay, now let's say you're Sarah Palin in mid-2008 and in your private life you like to use a Yahoo email account that's not subject to the bureaucratic overhead of government records. The downside here is that because you're Sarah Palin, everything about your past is common, well-publicized knowledge. So some kid on 4chan with a Wikipedia page in one tab <laughs> and Yahoo's reset password page in the other can just copy-paste from the former to the latter to gain access to this email account and spread the, content, the contents around the internet. Oh, man. Even if you're not famous, your high school is on your Facebook page, and 10 seconds of Googling will tell someone what the mascot was. It doesn't take much longer to find out what your mother's maiden name was, and so on. Nice. Yeah best solution here? Lie. <laughs> Tell the database that you grew up in Smurfville. Say that your dog's name was Cat. Say that your high school mascot was Yo Dog, I heard you like passwords, so we password protected your password. <laughs> 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 or the fightin' Y-L-P-S-W-P-P-Y-P's, as that's we a, called them.
0: That's a good tip. We'll uh, come back with more here in a moment. 800-259-9231. Uh, you can take control of the airwaves. You bring up whatever you want. Oh, and the Toto Sack. You get a two-pack if you call in right now. You may just win. 603-435-1105. Someone will win. Could be you. 603-435-1105. That's a special call in line just to win the the two-pack of the Toto Sack. 603-435-1105. More Free Talk Live coming up in moments. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want. Dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line, 1 800 259 9231. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. And Dale. And Mark, as we continue here, uh, we're, we will take your phone calls. We're gonna we're gonna shorten the remainder of this uh, piece. A lot of people calling in, and they don't want to. They've got other things on their minds, So we will get to uh, to your thoughts. Do be patient. Uh, but first, Mark, are you thinking about starting a business? Here's a word to the wise:
3: Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that could wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy. I've done it myself. They are fast and easy. They all all kinds of legal documents over there: patents wills, trademarks, LLCs. You can use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL as in Free Talk Live, and save $10 off your order at LegalZoom.com. All
0: right, let's uh, continue here uh, with the five things that people do to make life easy for
2: hackers. Unfortunately, we're going to truncate the remainder of the
0: piece to get through it a little fast.
2: Yeah, I'm going to summarize, and it's not going to be as funny because I'm summarizing. But anyway, number two is we've put 500 million eggs in one basket and what they're talking about is people using, like, like Johnson said, using the same password on multiple sites. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a security issue. Someone could get your password on a different site and now they can get in something else. Another thing is that it's becoming common for people to log into a lot of different things through Facebook. Right. So, if someone were able to get into f- just hack Facebook, if they could just get your Facebook information and get into your Facebook account, now they have access to everything that that is connected to. And the other thing is email because the email, uh, you if they can get into your email, then they can do resets then, on all your yeah websites. resets, all kinds of stuff. That, that's you know, once you put it in the, your email into an account, you can have them send the password. So that is number four, number two, and then number one is that you have to give access to someone, and that person might hate you. So the and the, actually the example one of the examples they give is Bradley Manning, is that uh, um, although I'm I'm really glad he he did what he did, <laughs> um, the uh, you know he had access to a lot of uh, a lot of information and it got out because he he had he had a beef mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for good reason in this case but he had a beef and so that's and that information got out so um you know you have a disgruntled employee who has a lot of security information uh, security access or so forth but they don't really uh, there's not really a good a uh, good answer for that i mean you just got to be yeah, yeah, there really isn't. You just have, to, just have to have the right
0: people, and sometimes you make mistakes in that uh, in that arena. So be careful, and and of course, you know, change your passwords occasionally if you if you need to. I mean, if you're dealing with having other people having access, certainly once that person gets fired from the position, that's yeah. a good time to change a password or change a lock on a front door, that kind of thing. So uh, let's go to your phone calls. You can take control of the airwaves. You can get the full uh, article over at Cracked.com on that one to, uh to reinsert the funny into the last uh, two that we didn't have time for. All right, so let's go to Doug listening in Manchester to one oh five one. Hello, Doug. Doug, you're on the air. How's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
11: Yeah, I just want to uh, say anybody who uses Facebook, I mean, loser time pretty much. You spend an hour of the day informing the endless Internet about yourself and communicating with each other, but it's ridiculous because everything that goes on there is, is obviously being recorded. Yeah, I mean, it's always, obviously. Always, it's always going to be on there, and years from now, like, they can use that information. Later on down the road, like, nobody could believe. You know, it's, it's just
0: ridiculous. Well, I, I wouldn't recommend posting any secrets on Facebook. It's probably not, not such a great idea. But Facebook is a very, you know, useful tool. On the other side of its publicness is that it can be very uh, useful to bring people together and organize folks. But at the same time, I've also spent way too much time doing silly crap on there, too. So I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Doug, I thanks, think thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Stephen in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Stephen. Yeah,
6: hello. Hey,
0: what's on your mind tonight?
6: Uh, that was weird. The thing kind of stat- went static for a second. <laughs> Yeah, um Yeah, that's
0: what happens in talk radio. It goes <laughs> tsh, <right. laughs>
6: Yeah. Um yeah, oh gosh. The lovely Federal Reserve. Yeah. I mean it would be it would be a lot um I guess I'm gonna put it it's like I've thought about this off and on. It'd be so much nicer for everyone involved if the uh if our so called representatives would just uh I'd be more aggressive. It, it just <laughs> it's irritating to watch all that questioning. Oh, where did the money go? And then they're like, Oh, was oh everything you want to know is on the is on the website. Huh, what kind of a freaking answer website? is that? <laughs> I
0: don't I don't know what, what you mean. What well, website? Yeah, what are you talking about?
6: On on uh, what do you call it? The um, shoot, what was it? I can't remember what the guy said that uh, when I um, see who was it. Um, remember which guy was? You
2: said Bush. Bush was killing Cheney. Oh. <laughs> or, or are you talking else? about some kind of
0: federal reserve inquiry or something oh like yeah
2: that? Or,
6: yeah basically i admittedly i don't watch television i haven't watched it in years but i just catch stuff that's uploaded on youtube sure sure yeah and the um, guys like the answer that was uh, yeah you could say that represented the federal reserve is like you know when he was actually being asked by one of the congress members uh, you know like we're where did the bailout money go? Uh, roughly that question, because it's been so long since I watched it. But, um, mm-hmm. The guy was like, a, "Well, it, he kept dodging the question. Naturally, he wasn't going to give a truthful." Sure, like, and
0: you're saying your frustration is that the uh, so-called representatives won't push harder than exactly.
6: They need to pushing. be more aggressive and quit pussyfooting around.
3: Well, that's not there. It doesn't behoove them because, uh, I mean, I think we all know that it's a government by the lawyers of the lobbyists, and, uh, you know, the the American people are are pretty much pushed out of the the equation. I mean, these guys are paid off, bought off, and uh, they really don't want to find out these answers. Stephen, thanks. No, go
6: ahead. Actually, you just remind me of something I was see. seeing. All this stuff that, you know, like, if you, you know, when you think about all this stuff, it's like. all the stuff that goes through your head, and you just basically refresh my memory on something I was thinking of a minute ago. It was like, yeah, who knows? Yeah, exactly. We see what is on, yeah, the video, what they want us to see. Exactly. Thank you for the
0: call tonight, Stephen. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Yeah, it's pretty unlikely that you're going to get... Uh, any of the so-called representatives with real cojones behind them to really take on the uh, the Federal Reserve. Ron Paul seems to have you know what it takes. He'll ask the tough questions, but he's pretty much the only guy. So if you've only got one, there's not much that's going to change. At least change. he's
3: the head of the Finance Committee.
0: Yeah. Uh, still, I wouldn't expect uh, That's a huge miracles. step from where we were four or five years or six years ago or whatever. Let's continue and talk to Kenny, listening in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live at the Indale and Mark. Hello, Kenny. Hey guys, Kenny. The play is in the house. What's up? You sound uh, like you're having a good time this Friday evening. Oh no, I was
12: yarning. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. What's um, on your mind I, was going, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about. Something Shouldn't you be else? out
0: at the club? What is it? It's like uh, almost ten oh. o'clock Eastern Time. You should be out, uh, you know, putting the moves on.
12: Oh, uh, here we go with the club stuff again. With the I women. don't go to clubs. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Anyway, go Anyways,
12: ahead. um Anyway, uh, about the hacking stuff because I'm a software engineer, I have to correct you on your well, the wording on the word hacker. Because I know in the Webster Dictionary, there's a word, uh, the hacker, the mainstream version, is that pretty much anyone who cracks into a system and everything, but that's not what a hacker is. Hmm. Um, actually, the correct term is cracker, but I can understand why that word isn't really accepted. It's I prefer to call them hunkies. <laughs> it's a snack and, food. You know, can me take a being snack black, food series, I really don't know. like saying <laughs> it myself, but it is what it is. Um, but what... Um, I think you all will naming the five things where, uh, how hackers, uh, make it easy, uh, how people make it easy for hackers or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, if a hacker is good enough, and there are very few of them, it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't.
8: Sure.
0: Because
12: it it, it doesn't matter. Well, it, same, same thing with, with anybody, anybody that's going to, like, like,
0: break into a home. I mean, if if somebody is skilled enough uh, crook, then it doesn't matter what locks you put on that front door.
12: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just so many vectors, because if you're talking about a game theory perspective, you know if you're a system administrator, you have to figure out every way a malicious hacker can get in, and the hacker only has to find one way uh to get in, so mm. they automatically have to upper hand so
0: you're the I mean, new
3: long arm of the law
0: <laughs> Kenny, what else you want to share tonight? anything else um that's it. Thanks for the call and thoughts. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Enough time maybe for your call if you make the call now. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us, of course, on our website at freetalklive.com. The remaining moments of Free Talk Live are next. And just enough time for you. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves, though I will not give the number out because the phone lines are loaded up uh, with your calls. And we will get to them here in a moment. Also, want to tell you about the website at freetalklive.com. You can go there and enjoy the features uh, entirely free. Unlike those other talk show hosts who want to charge you for their websites, we do it free over at freetalklive.com. So enjoy that stuff on the house. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote.freetalklive.com. and you'll get a list of things that you can do to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. That's promote.freetalklive.com as we continue to the phones and the phone. We go to Sid in Indiana or rather Indiana. Sid, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sid in Indiana. Sid going once? Sid in Indiana going twice. Let's try instead. Vincent listening to WVTS in West Virginia in Charleston. Hello, Vincent.
6: Hello, can you hear
12: me?
0: Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight?
12: Okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll make this short and sweet. Uh, I think in some instances, hacking uh, can be a useful thing Um, in the instance.
10: You know, it uh, can show weaknesses in security. And there were a lot of hackers from the 80s who are now uh, security super, you know, are... uh,
0: Oh, absolutely. There are hackers that do... Supervisors, no. you You're absolutely right. right. There are hackers that are, are used for good, essentially. they uh, It's their job. That in many cases, they can be hired, actually, to attempt to hack into, uh, say, say, a company's security and find the holes in, the the, in the those weakness,
10: systems. In, yes. The and so hackers can also
0: do good when scared. they hack into the government and shut down their websites. That's good, too. Yeah.
8: Yes, I agree. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's really all I had to say. I just want mm-hmm. to make it short. Thanks,
0: dude. I appreciate, uh, appreciate your call, and thank you for uh, for making it tonight. Pre- and appreciate bringing that up. Uh, not all hackers are bad. Certainly, the truth. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the sake of, Oh, I said I wouldn't get that tonight. All right, let's continue here. Uh, we <laughs> we will go to Joshua <laughs> listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Joshua. Hello, sir. Hey,
11: what's on your uh, mind? First time caller. I just want
0: to say well, thank you for allowing me to
11: call. That's
0: good. No problem.
11: Basically, I just wanted to get the word out there about this scientist by the last name of Venter. Uh, he has um, created the first synthesized bacteria from scratch, and mm-hmm. what they're able to do is they code the DNA using computers mm-hmm. um, to do whatever tasks you know they deem necessary. Actually, it's scientists uh, from
3: the Venter Institute, I guess. Go ahead.
11: Oh. Excuse me. Well, I guess he named the institute after himself.
3: All right. Maybe that's true. I've just, uh, you know, Craig Vinton. There you Ventner. go, smarty pants. I'm working on it here. I'm making sure that people get the right stuff when they want to go look this up when uh, when he talks about go it. Ahead, go Joshua. ahead, Joshua.
11: And that's exactly why I'm calling. Uh, uh, first of all, um, this guy is actually saying how he planned on introducing this technique as a way to help stimulate flu vaccine production next year or in the years coming. And, you know, to me, that just sounds a little bit shady. Um, you know, you don't know what they could be putting into you. So I just kind of want to throw that out there because if they're going to be programming DNA and uh, whatever it is they're injecting into people, there's no telling, you know, what that could do um, mm. to the public health. Uh, not only that, I did want to comment on a caller that came in earlier. That's uh, Ben Bernanke. Who was the Federal Reserve Chairman? Yeah, I didn't, at
3: one point. Uh, didn't mention that. Uh, you know, I just I, I didn't want to throw the guy off his
0: groove.
11: Hey, uh, it's all about facts, man. <laughs> right on,
0: dude. Thanks for the call tonight, Joshua. I appreciate hearing from you, and uh, we're going to continue here. <laughs> oh, freetalklive.com. You can go there and enjoy our features. As we go to Matt listening in Illinois on the Amp lines. Hello, Matt. Hey
13: guys, I just wanted to uh, let you know that. Uh, uh, King Crimson was a uh, band they their first album was the Court of the Crimson King came out in 1969 featured a guitarist named uh, Robert Fripp who was has been hailed as one of the great guitarists had really really airy psychedelic rock music um, their their uh, first album was kind of a big hit I don't know if big but it was it was kind of a hit. And uh, it's you know psychedelic rock. If you dropped acid and listened to it, you were
0: guaranteed to see God, <laughs> <laughs> or your money back. Yeah,
3: well, I don't know yeah, if I'm yeah. going to bother with that, but I might listen to the uh, you know some of the songs just to see what uh, see what it's all about.
13: It's it's uh, kind of um, rough nowadays, you know, because mm-hmm. recording has been so refined. But I'm pretty sure that if the uh, American Indians had had access to it back in the uh, 1800s. The shamans would have used it in their uh, mushroom drinking rituals. Pretty positive about that.
0: All right, man. Well, thanks for the, the heads up on that. I appreciate <laughs> hearing from you tonight. And you know what? We do have time to sneak in a couple more calls. 800-259-9231 is the number. But first, I will tell you a, bit, a little quick story here from SeattleWeekly.com about yet another cop, another cop killing a dog. Uh, Police departments are perennially accused of excessive force. The poignant SPD shooting of uh, Native American carver John Williams being the latest example. We told you about that uh, a few weeks back. Seattle Police Department, yeah. Yeah, that's right, where they shot a man basically for walking down the street with headphones in. Um, a A deaf man. Yeah, he was deaf. And uh, not so in an excess, uh, usually, however, the victims are human beings. Not so in an excessive force case recently filed in federal court, which names the fatal shooting of a Labrador retriever, mixed breed dog named Slider, allegedly for doing a little more than sniffing the butt of a police dog. And uh, according to a complaint, a man named Nicholas Sris- Srisculo... Uh, was apparently letting his two dogs, including, including Slider, have a little off-leash fun in a Moses park last January when Grant County Sheriff's deputies proceeded to make a drug bust nearby. One of the deputies was Bo Laymans, who bought his uh, brought his police dog Maddox to search a car that contained some suspected meth. Slider took off after Maddox, giving rise to the alleged butt-sniffing. The deputy kicked Slider, according to the complaint, causing the dog to run back toward his owner, tail between his legs, not charging Officer Lemons or Maddox or any other officer. Nevertheless, the complaint says Lemons followed Slider and shot the dog three times, Mm -hmm. killing him. A prior investigation conducted by the sheriff's office, however, offers a different version of the events. Always does. Ruling the shooting is justified, the office concluded that Slider and Maddox had been fighting and that it seemed to Lemons as though the dog Slider was returning for another round. Grand County Under Sheriff Dave Ponozo declines further comment on behalf of Lemons and his department, saying it hasn't had a chance to look at the lawsuit yet. Hasn't case- it been a year? I don't know. That's a good question. But anyway, the case, uh, I know I've lost my spot. So the uh, the case allows Carp another opportunity to press his view that pets should be treated as more than mere property, and the dog owner saw Slider as an immediate family member. The suit notes expanding at length upon studies that document the bond people have with their pets and the grief experienced when an animal dies. Carp and his client are therefore asking not only for damages amounting to the value of Slider, but for unspecified emotional distress damages. Something the lawyer has also sought in veterinary malpractice cases.
3: You know, I don't see that there's uh, you know there's any problem with that. I mean, I don't. I don't think a dog is worth the five hundred dollars or whatever you you paid for him. It's uh, worth yeah. thousands of dollars. Yeah. I, I think. I, you know, you, you love that animal. And yeah. In some cases, I mean, some people don't. But uh, most people are going to act like, like they love their dog once once
0: the cop shoot, once
3: somebody shoots it.
0: I I have never known anyone who doesn't love their animals. I'm sure there are people out there that hate their animals, but uh, in which case, why would they sue? Yeah, but. I I think some people care more than others. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So here you have a, yet another story of the police shooting another dog to death and as they always do ruling it completely justified well you know when it's it's when it's one of these
3: situations the guy the cop can do i don't know what happened here it's a he said she said scenario and the or uh, he said he said in this in this circumstance but Every single time the police officer 's word is taken over the civilians, and I guess I just want the the lesson here for me is that, hey, everybody, if you think you're uh, you know free, then how is it that some guy that 's supposed to be your civil servant is able to say something, and his word is valued
0: over yours yeah, I just think it 's interesting that uh Yeah, the idea that this Labrador-retriever mix, essentially, is somehow going to kick the butt... Of a canine, because the cop's story is that well, they they were fighting, and then the dog was going to come back around for another round. And ah, the canines are probably a little more aggressive, I would think, than an average Labrador Retriever. But I tend to believe the story of the victim in this case: uh, the dog was running away and was shot three times. The cop chased after the dog and, and shot it to death. Well, that I th- that I sounds think it, believable.
3: I think it would depend on uh, you know the evidence. I would want to know is how far was the dog uh, slider when he was shot from the area where the drug bust was occurring because if he was close then it sounds like the story is uh you know the story that the the gentleman's telling here is false and if uh if it if the guy if the dog was far away then the cops lie
0: well and how did the bullets enter the dog's body as well that might be a way to determine which direction it was facing uh as it was shot but i doubt the police did very much uh as far as forensics on that particular case it wouldn't be that hard to figure that they don't care no they don't (laughs) Hey, we're out of time. Back, though, tomorrow night for the live Saturday edition. Be sure you join us then and online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.